All right. this evening's program. It's time for the show to just about to begin with your hosts, Ed and Sean. They're also known as Geeksters. Now prepare for Dick and Fart Jokes. I'm up with episode 335 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Womp, 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 womp. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. So, it he delivered on his promise. <laughs> hey, and that fart came out of my penis. <laughs> so, the dick and a fart, fart joke. joke. <laughs> <laughs> Way to multitask. <laughs> All right. So, Ed, how are you? Okay. Welcome to the program, everybody. Yes. Welcome to the show, everybody. That's Ed. I'm Sean. And welcome to the show. I said that. I thought I read it. Yeah, you did, but I just figured I'd re- repeat it because it, se- it seemed to bear repeating. <laughs> okay. How yeah, are you doing? I'm doing okay. I, <laughs> I know you're on a diet. And I was—I didn't want to bring it up, but there is a faint smell of barbecue sauce coming from me because <laughs> on the way into the show, I stopped by our local Wawa and I grabbed um, a sandwich and it had barbecue sauce in it. And some of it hit my shirt, so I kind of had to do like the fat guy, like lick the shirt thing. <laughs> like, but uh, you know, and then I stopped by, you know, to get my normal drinks for the show. Yeah, and I'm like. Why do I smell bar? Oh fuck! <laughs> I smell like barbecue a little bit. It's faint. That's you- why I'm gonna eat you later. That's right. why. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm feeling like, oh, it's gonna drive Ed, and- Ed crazy. Just be saying, Sean, uh, he's smelling kind of good. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you just look it's like from Ed's, <laughs> Ed's point. You just see me, and I fade into a, like a lamb chop, <laughs> your barbecue rib. That's what a, you're gonna drum, a drumstick. Hey, Ed, you okay? Uh, <laughs> oh, excuse me, that's a little drum. Like, wow, you seem really focused on the stuff I'm saying. Uh huh. <laughs> What's that? Is that new? Is that a new cologne? New deodorant? It smells like. You don't smell like ass now. Yeah, you see, <laughs> you smell that? like Bubba Ray's barbecue sauce. <laughs> no, I just spilled a little on my shirt. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> oh. Uh, so my week is okay. Um, I watched all of season three of Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. It was very good, very good. Um, set was it was prime eighties. It was like if you didn't know when the show was, what year the show was. You do now. You do now. Um, what year was Back to the Future the first one in? 85? 85. Yeah. 85. So it was right snapped smack dab in 1985. All right. Because uh, they had, a, you know, it, the colors, they were at the mall, and the mall was all neon, and some of the styles that Eleven was wearing was very like geometrical yellow and black shapes. It, I'm looking at it going, yeah, I think I remember seeing that shirt when I was younger. Yeah, I remember that. Music's good. You know, like, all right, I got, you know, like, okay. And it takes place mostly in a mall. And the final thing, I'm like, I see what you guys did your homage to Dawn of the Dead. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. Um, 
ended on kind of like a sad note, but I think that there's a, a, a blind twist no one saw coming, but that's, you know, hey, that's me. Just, you know, I'm going to leave that right here for me, myself. Uh, outside of that, nothing really exciting. I booked my flight for, I'm going to Tennessee at the end of August. All right. And you're on, hey, you from Tennessee? Yeah, we are. Shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> that line, hey, you from Tennessee? Because you're the only 10 I see. It'd be like, hey, you ten- you from Tennessee? Yeah, I am, actually. You're in Tennessee. Shit, you're right. <laughs> You must be from Philadelphia. How do you know? Stupid accent. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Asking stupid questions. Asking because you're stupid. That's why you stupid northerner. <laughs> you carpetbagger, you. <laughs> so uh, I did that today, um, and I went to Best Buy today too. It was one of those rare moments where I went out, I went out and did some shopping for myself. Eh? <laughs> Actually, it was more of a of a of a of a dual thing. Stacy's doing this Perler Beat thing, uh. so we um, she needed to go to Joanne Fabrics, which is a fabric store because they have craft store yeah. for the people who don't know what Joanne Fabrics is. And she wanted to go get some uh, container. Actually, most of our listening audience probably does know what a Joanne Fabrics or, or, or uh, thereof would put on the world because if they're making costumes for cosplay or that's a very good you know, point. Or Renaissance a fair, very good point, Ed. Yeah. That's, you know, it's a, that's a good observation. Yeah, well, look at you paying attention to the <laughs> audience. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I sure am. <laughs> Here, hold this. <laughs> what is it? Nothing. See what I look like on a spit. <laughs> hold the stick for a minute. <laughs> Why are you sharpening knives? <laughs> no particular reason. I got a knife collection. Here, you want to take a look? <laughs> um. So we did that, and one of the things where we were out out in the ways, and there's a Willow Grove out with um, Willow Grove Best Buy. Yeah. So we did the. Uh, we go to Joanne's. We, we first went to Sonic. I got something to eat. We went to Joanne's, and then only back. We went to stop at Best Buy, and she's like, oh, "I'll wait in the car." I'm like, "Why?" She's like, "I want you to be able to just r- relax going in because like she gets very impatient. She's like." <sighs> This is stupid. Like you know, she kind of <laughs> she she makes it very well known that she's I'm one of those people who I'm particular. I I kind of I get wrapped up in the moment. I look at things like maybe once or twice, or yeah. I circle things like, right. like a shark. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, like a vulture. Like, right. Like, like I'm sitting there going, mm, do I want do I want to strike here or not? Yeah. And I'm um she's like, I just want you to be able to enjoy yourself while you're now. I don't want you to feel like you're, you're being rushed because I know when I'm there, you do. Like I get like. What? Okay, fine. There's nothing I want to get, you know. Yeah. But she's like, I want you to take your time, and and you know, she's like, you're obviously not like me because I'm like, oh, you mean like when I'm at Joanne's with you? Because she she'll look everywhere, and I'm I'm very patient. I'm a very patient, quiet person. I'm like, all right, well, let me do this. Or she's looking for something instead of she'll go up and down every aisle, and I'm like, excuse me, miss. Yeah, like I'll ask somebody. Like, yeah, like my one, wife does the same thing. She'll walk, like, walk. Oh, excuse me, ask. Yeah. You know, well, I I should know where it's at. Well, well, you don't. Like, do you know where to buy the magnet sheets so you can, you know, no, I don't. Okay, well, miss, come here for a second. She should know, right? She works here. Yeah. Name tag. That's <laughs> part of her job. Yeah, it's, it's a requirement. It's, it's, that's why she, she, there's a thing that she gets at the end of the week that has her, you know, the store <laughs> signature on it. She gets paid for this information. <laughs> like, so I had to ask this woman for a couple things. And, you know, we get in and out, but I'm very like, okay, well, what do you want to do now? Like, you know, but when, as soon as we get to Best Buy, it's always like, Come on, clock's ticking. Come on, I, 
Because it's not her thing. Yeah. My wife's patient that way. Yeah. So I'm lucky that way. You know. Yeah. So, so I'm not lucky bastard. <laughs> so I went in and I kind of perused through stuff. Um, I was circling getting uh, – they put Quantum Leap, an old 80s show for those people who don't know, Quantum yeah. Leap on a Blu-ray finally yeah. as a box set for like 40 bucks. Nice. And I'm like, what do I – but then all of a sudden I can – it's like the, the angel and devil pops up going, oh, come on, buy it. You know, it's you like Quantum Leap. It's on Blu-ray. You like Blu-ray. Come on, do it. You know, that's what the devil part and the angel part of me is like, we know, Sean, you really shouldn't do that. Because, like, you bought the Miami Vice box set on Blu-ray. You, you, you've opened it, but you've never really watched anything. So, why don't, you know, and lately you've been binge watching Lucifer on, on Netflix. So, are you really going to have the time? And it's $40. Yeah, sure, you got the money right now, but... You think about think about the future, like, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, fuck. And I'm like, well, can we keep, let me keep looking. And I was thinking about getting the the latest Mission Impossible movie, Fallout. Yeah. I was like, yeah, no, it's, no, I don't really feel like. So I, I wound up, and I felt like at this point I'm going, fuck no. And then I started feeling guilty. I'm like, well, I've been here. If I walk out of here with nothing, she's gonna be mad. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta spend something. I gotta I gotta spend a little money because if not, I'm. Fuck! Like now, the pressure's on me to buy something. <laughs> Normally, I would just be like, "Yeah, sure, I'm no big deal." And I just leave. Right now, it's like, "Well, fuck! If I come out, if I come out there empty-handed, she's gonna make me go buy something. You go buy something right now. Like, <laughs> waste my time sitting in this air-conditioned now, car." Sometimes, sometimes my wife is happy that I don't buy anything. Right? You know, and, nah, nah, I see stuff, but I'm not really interested. Like that kind yeah. of thing. You know, and you walk out, you go, "There's another time. Hopefully, there's a sale or something like that. I'll hit." You That's know? how I felt about the 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 quantum leap thing. I was like, "What kind of?" I'll go online and look. It was like thirty eight dollars. I'm like, well, maybe I'll buy it online. Maybe if I get like a coupon or something. Right. I don't know. I'm not. I, in my head, I'm like, I wanted just to have it. Mm. That's you know. So I instead I I bought glass. Oh, know? okay. I I haven't seen it. Neither have I. I. And I was like, okay, well, I have Unbreakable. I have Split. I got to round out the trilogy now. Right. So I'm say, like, that's what I got to do. I keep looking because it's. I keep <laughs> circling that one. And it's like. I, I don't. I don't look at Best Buy for some reason. I don't know why. Because I don't right. really see it there. Because I'm surprised you saw it. Because I can never really find oh, it. There. Okay. But I see it at, at Target with like still like twenty five bucks. Yeah, right? it's just twenty two bucks. And yeah. I was like, eh, you know, it's, it's it's half. You know, a little more than half of what do you call it, the the Quantum Leap thing was. But I can at least go here's something I know I'm going to watch versus yeah. something that's twice as much and be like, yeah, I think I just wanted just to have it and see. If the transfer looks good, like you know, like I, like did you remaster it for Blu-ray or did you polish it up, make it look clean, or just go, yeah, take those DVDs, just plot them on Blu-ray and just sell it that way. Yeah, that's probably what it was. So I'm like, I'll just, I'll. So I got back in the car and she said, "What'd you get?" I'm like, "Glass." And she's like, "Oh, okay." Like, and we just went about our way. Yeah. Like, you know, she's like, she her actually her response is good. Now get me home so I can organize my Perla beats because she got an organizer thing. I was like, you know, she was she's been looking for one. Yeah. And she's like, no good, take me so I can organize. I'm like, okay, you know, to get her home. And all of a sudden, I'm, we, we share a room, so it's, it's you know, we have one room. And, yeah. And I'm, I went to go to the bathroom. And then when I came, I, I knew she was going to work at my desk. Mm. Or now it's our desk. Now right. it's her desk, actually, now at this point. <laughs> and, <laughs> I got two inches on the bed. That's it, right? I, I get maybe six inches. <laughs> I got to suck in my gut while I'm laying. I'm not going to fall, hit my head on the nightstand. <laughs> But I get you I, could sleep on the tightrope in this part. Right, right? right. <laughs> <It gets laughs> perfect. There's not even moving. Um, so I, I go to the bathroom. I come out, and all the perler beads are out, out on the bed. Like the bed is now taken over, and I'm like the one spot that I was going to sit in. 
the lady in the van watching TV while she was doing this is now monopolized by the beads. And I'm just like, she's like, just give me a second. I'll be done. I'm like, no, you're not. This is not like a second thing because she wanted to put them in color order and then put, I'm like, I got through an episode of Lucifer before she was almost done. (laughs) And that's 48 minutes. That's right. I'm like, I was able to kind of push some stuff off to the side, you know, the edge so she can still grab it and lay in bed so I can watch Lucifer. And, you know, I'm like, yeah. And once in a while I push some more stuff so I can get a little bit more. And she starts moving. She's like, fine, you can have more of the bed. I'm like, I... I'm I'm okay. It was just moving. I was just t- it was just touching the pearl beads. It's just touching them. Just la 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 la. She's very pleased with her setup now because she took down my my PC monitor. <laughs> She's like, well, you don't use this anymore, so I'm just going to unplug it and put it over here now. And I'm like, oh, okay, sure. And she put it there. She said, look how good it is. And she put the little figurines I have. She's yeah. like, it's perfect there. I'm like, yeah, you're right. It is. I, it's sure. Go ahead. Like I I don't I'm not going to use it. In the back of my head, though, I'm going. All that work you did, it's going to get taken down because we're having that whole wall redone. <laughs> I, just, I, didn't, I didn't have the heart to kind of go, yeah, it looks great, baby. But I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. In my head, I'm just like, yeah, it looks great. It looks awesome for the next two weeks, two and, <laughs> and a half weeks. Then she, of course, two weeks later, she's like, why did you tell me? We had a yeah. <laughs> if I told you, you did. If I would have told you, you would have said, uh, no, I'm, I'm still doing it. So I'm like, all right. And sometimes I do, there are moments where I'm like, no, wait, stop. <laughs> and and I'm like, oh, whatever, let her do it. Just go ahead. <laughs> so what about you? How was your week? Um, I did have some, found out some bad news this week. So oh, I was no. kind of like, you know, I've been scanning for voodoo codes, like for movies. You know? <laughs> right, so, yeah. Like, there's a limit. <laughs> there's a limit <laughs> per year. Per year? Per year, right. Wow. So it's 100. And I apparently hit it already <laughs> this year. You've been looking on these illegal trip for what uh, six months now? Yeah, yeah, uh, less than that probably. So, so right now you're just blurting out, huh? You hit your limit, huh? Yeah. So oh. I gotta wait. I gotta wait till January first to, to start all this. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's kind of disappointing because it's like you know you see movies like oh I can oh shit I can't do that I gotta oh wait oh. I gotta actually buy it fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, somebody somebody. A family member was actually listening to the show, which to me is a little embarrassing. <laughs> so, you know, I know, I know my some some other family members listen to my show, but I, it's just when somebody else pops up and they when like, someone that you don't know goes, "Hey, I still listen to your show. <laughs> like, uh, I got a question. Why'd you say this?" You're like, "Oh <laughs> shit!" So it's like now, like now you got to like really like censor everything you kind of say. Yeah, you know, you just blame it on me. <laughs> you just go. Well, you know what. Sean just Sean you know, Sean they, whatever comes out of this like I can't stop I, him. yeah I just I can't stop him so I just kind of go with it and <laughs> sometimes I, I get caught up in the whirlwind of it the show <laughs> and so I say hey you know fuck them <laughs> but he, he he actually offered something to me I, I got my hands on uh, Amazon Prime oh uh, gave you the hookup right and okay. uh, I haven't watched anything I, I got hooked up a couple days ago okay. and I've been flipping through looking for some stuff. I found some stuff that week. It's like I was like, oh, I you know like like Life After Flash. I thought you may be interested in that one. That was the one with uh, the 1980 Flash Gordon with uh, uh, Sam Jones. Okay, and uh, he they did a, he did, they did a documentary about his life, like what okay. happened after that movie. Okay, you know, that's interesting. That. So I thought it'd be interesting just to, to okay. see that. Um, but there was a lot of, of course, of Good Omens, and yeah. I'm like, the tick. Not, yeah, now I'm like, getting, like overloaded. I'm like, oh, that's good, that's good. Uh, yeah. In a couple of weeks, the boys start. I'm like, yeah. 
So I'm, I'm excited. Like I said, I've been going through it here and there. Like now I'm like getting an overload. Like now I have so much to watch right. that I'm like, where do I start? Like I don't I- need to break the law ever again. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, you know, I can fracture an occasional law. <laughs> I still got to bend things. Oh, uh, fine. Oh, there, there's the rest of the barbecue. Coming <laughs> That's basted. <laughs> you might want to. Uh, hold on. Yeah, maybe you might need to get the spray. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> it's it was it was rough because while you're walking, I'll tell the story. When I was at Best Buy, I was kind of carpet bombing uh, the place because because it, it, unfortunately it was one of those things where I, I think I want to blame the Sonic, but that's not it at all. Uh, I was standing by the like new releases, and I let a small one go, you know, all by myself, just a little toot toot toot, and I was like. All right, you know, and I, I walked away because I'm like, well, I don't be around in case this thing does smell. And as I walk away, I'm like, I'm still like, okay, well, I don't smell anything. And then a guy came walking by, and I think he kind of stirred it up because he walked by. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess it wasn't too bad. And I start go back to look at the stuff, and I'm, so I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, that's bad. <sighs> Wow. <laughs> and I chuckle and I go about my day. And then I went down the next aisle and I'm looking at some stuff and like, okay, dude, like that. Oh no, this is going to be one of those trips. Like, I can feel my body going, dude, you need to, you got to do something. Because we're warning, warning, because there are fire and warning signs across my bow going, you need to go home soon. Because you know? <laughs> it was like, this okay. is just a warning. Like, hmm. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger, like, Danger, Will Robinson. Oh, okay. I think I can taste that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, congratulations. I have a hot dog. <laughs> like, whew, smells like hot garbage that was uh, laid out all week. <laughs> uh, so outside of that, uh, yeah. What was? What else you got there, right? Um, that was about it. I hurt my shoulder, so I didn't really do too much. This How'd you week. hurt your shoulder? Uh, I was I was being an asshole. <laughs> I you know like at work because you know I'm, I'm I'm fat you know <laughs> like I know it. Hence the reason why but you're on a diet, diet right, right right right. And uh, so this one guy's like he's like he's like you he's like well you I'll I'll help you carry this one and you help me we'll we'll get this other one. It was these two boxes you know uh-huh. I think they were monitors full monitors but they're smaller monitors for a system okay. that we're building in our company. So he he puts this he puts the six monitors. They're all in one huge carton on a um, a lift, you know, to, right, to carry, right, right, right. you know, to, to uh, the hand truck. Hand truck. Thank you. I couldn't right, think of the name. Right. <laughs> so he's he's willing that, and I'm like, I'm like, you can do that yourself. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, well, like this is a smaller box. I can pick this up myself. Oh, oh, I've, been, oh, man. I've been working out. I've been shape. I, I, I lose weight. <laughs> Me lift strong stuff. So it was a smaller box. I had like three monitors, and it. it was like you know, oh, only three monitors. Yeah. And like if you pick the one up, it's like nothing. Like it's really like like it's still like right. an LCD monitor. It's really yeah. flat, small, thin, flat screen. So yeah. I put it up on my shoulder, and I'm carrying, and I didn't feel anything. It was like it was like, great. You know, like I walked over. La, and it was la, like la, la, la. maybe like thirty feet from the shipping. Door Ed to- Strong, he lived monitor. So I, I put it down, and I go about my day, and like later, like like a couple hours later, I'm like, ooh, like I, I feel like a <laughs> not pain, but like a, a pinch, right? You know. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've gotten that. I, I, like I strained yeah. it. Like it's like yeah. And I'm like happens to me a lot. And then they put two and two together. Like right away. Like why it happened? You know <laughs> why shoulder hurt? Don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> so later that night, I was like, oh, oh, oh boy, the pain, the pain. 
And uh, it wasn't too bad unless I moved, like, because, you know, like, when you look over, or, yeah, you know, you like, so, right, right, you know, it starts to hurt. So it was, like, in my neck and, like, like my lower back, like, all through that. Oh, uh, you pinched a nerve of some sort. Yeah, so I just put, like, basically what I do for my cure is I stick a heating pad right to the sores. Right. It burns, but, like, <laughs> after, like, an hour or so, like. It's numbed from the pain. Exactly. You're just like, oh, it feels so good. Ed, why don't you smell cooking or something? Are you cooking something? Flip me over. That side's done. <laughs> no, fine. <laughs> Your shoulder's smoking. Just leave, leave it alone. It's fine. There's a couple of times I want to get like the George Foreman and stick it on my back and see if that would like, like 10 minutes or something like that. Uh, like, I'll probably have griddle marks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it works. It was, you know, and I was fine right. after that. But it was just, it was a like couple days. Because at first you're like, nah, it's nothing. You know, I'm like, walking off. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to stir off. Walking off. I'll be yeah. fine. And two days later, you're like. <laughs> <laughs> Cry, baby. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. <laughs> that is why I, when I do stuff like that, I use my left side. Because I'm right-handed. So I'm like, if I do hurt my left shoulder, it's like, oh, you know, I got another one. It's not my dominant one. I could still do stuff. That was the thing. It was my dominant ones. That was yeah. the problem. Wuss. Walk it <laughs> off. Walk it off, you pansy. Did you do anything else this week? No, that was pretty much it. I didn't do uh, things too exciting. Yeah, so that was, uh, like I said, I was, right. was kind of disappointed when I got the 100. And I'm like, because I'm scanning, scanning. And I'm, I'm like, this is crazy. This is awesome. This is this movie and this movie. And I'm like, I'm like, I got so many movies now. And I'm like, and it's like, beep. And it's like, <laughs> oh, you've hit your limit. Hey, yo, slow the fuck down there. <laughs> you work for the studio? <laughs> and it's just like, holy crap, there's a limit? And, and I looked it up and, and like, sure enough. And, it's and just, next thing you know, go, shit, do they flag people who hit that limit? Because <laughs> maybe now they're on to me. <laughs> nah, I don't, think, right. I don't think they caught on. All right. Not yet, anyway. Right. Next thing you know, hey, Ed, you know what? I was listening to the show the other day. And <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> we, we listen all the listen. time. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I guess the big the big news is um, when is uh, is the Avenger still planning? Is it going to hit the, uh, is it going to beat Avatar? That is a good question. I didn't set my eyes off for the fact, but let's uh, we can do that real quick here. Right. Uh, I don't think anything else exciting jumped out to me like this week. Uh, no, next week though. Oh, we talk about video games. I got a video game coming out that I'm picking up that I'll have a review for. All right. Uh huh. It's a Switch exclusive. Ooh, seven point two million dollars away from beating the being the really? top box office movie. Seven point two. That's a weekend. That's a weekend. Let's give it another that's week. That's not even a weekend. That's a yeah. week. That's like a slow week. You know, and yeah. Or not really slow week, but a, a slow you know. weekend. Yeah, to give it one more week, and then you'll be you'll though they can say they'll it'll quietly go. Hey, by the way. No, no, Disney's not going to do it quietly. They're going to be There's going to be commercials like, you know, yeah. like, hey, go see, see the, the number one movie of all time. See it again, Avengers Endgame. Because <laughs> they don't, if you're going to, if you're going to miss it, don't miss it by a dollar. Yeah. Like, you know, like, <laughs> like beat it by one cent. And be like, bitch, we won. Boom. Uh, <laughs> taking it out. <laughs> now put it on Blu-ray so we can sell it again. It comes out, I think, at the end of August. Yes. August 30th, I think. I think thirty days have September, April, June, and November. Thirty first, August thirty first. I think. Just yeah, and you were you looking it up. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just now. I'm curious about the top box office movies since all right. uh, all we right, well, talk about that. So let's go to the top five kids real quick. Uh, number five was the number three movie of uh, last week. It was uh, yesterday. 
No, it wasn't. It was last week. (laughs) 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 Shut up, Roger Thomas. All right. Anyway, Uh, made $6.7 million over the weekend and 48.3 overall in the three weeks release with a $26 million budget. So look for the movie tomorrow in a few years. No, it'll be today. (laughs) The sequel will be today. today, Yesterday, today, and it'll be tomorrow. tomorrow. Uh (laughs) And then the fourth one is, I don't give a damn. That's our shirt stop. (laughs) 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 Let's bring all the the old jokes. Right now, someone, a bunch of people don't get that joke, but there's probably like a handful of people going, Abbott Costello, who's the first? Gotcha. Good one. There's probably nobody. Yo, yo, fuck. So I just can't go. Adam Costello, who's on first? Look it up. We're the only two that have that joke at this point. We're the only two fucks around. Anyway, uh, number four was a new release, Stuber. Oh, okay. Made $8 million over the weekend, and um, so that's about a total gross, and there's no budget for that one. Yeah, that's the Dave Bautista. Um, oh, I, I, I couldn't think of it, but it was. Yeah, yeah. He's, it's, it's Uber, and the guy's named Stu. So it's Stuber. Yeah, he's a cop who needs to get around. To I'm like, I watched that. I'm like, not, not the movie. I saw the trailer. I'm like, right. is that really a thing? Like, I like, what, what are they guys? Like, they needed to do a movie or something like that. Like, <laughs> let's put these two together and see what happens. Yeah, because <laughs> they're funny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, oh, but, I laugh with Dave Bautista every time. <laughs> yeah, he just makes me laugh all the time. <laughs> I mean, you know what though? It's funny. Every time he sits still, I couldn't see him. <laughs> <laughs> all right number three was a new release crawl that made 12 million dollars over the weekend and the budget of 13.5 million dollars so by next week i know they make a profit i actually heard that's getting decent reviews it's a it's a horror movie i think I, the, what i sold i thought was going to be on sci-fi that's how like <laughs> you know. it's jaws with an alligator inside a house that's right <laughs> uh number two still number two the toy story 4 it made 20.6 million over the weekend and 346.3 overall in the four weeks release so i think it's doing real well and number one is still number one 45.3 million dollars this weekend spider-man far from home Okay. Total gross of $274.5 million with a $160 million budget. So. Well, yeah, I'm sure they'll have a third one. I do have a, <laughs> I do have a news article about that. About that. I'm not going to tell you now. I'll wait till, uh, you know. Well, let's see what's coming out on Blu-ray. Yeah, what, what people can spend their money on. What you missed if you went next weekend right. to uh, Best Buy. Uh, Shazam. Shazam. Shit. Okay. It's coming out this Tuesday. All right. Not only that, not only that, another DC product is coming out this weekend. Titans, the complete first season, uh, is coming out. Yes, Blu-ray and hmm. DVD. Interesting. Not comic packs, I think, individually. Um, then there's this one that I'm kind of interested in. I saw it on I saw it on the list, and it's actually going to be on on uh, Amazon Prime, so I might watch it. It's called Avengers of Justice: Force Wars. It looks like one of those comedy. Oh, like, like the vein of uh, of uh, airplane. And, yes. Oh, okay. So, all right. Uh, Breakthrough is also coming out this Tuesday. Okay. Um, also, Clute, a Criterion Collection. Ooh. Movies coming out in 1971, and that is all the releases of TV. It's a slow week. Oh well, I mean, of course, once you go, once you go, Shazam and Titan. Shazam. Shazam. Uh, maybe I'll, I wonder if there's. Oh, the fuck! I might have to order one tonight. 
All right. <laughs> Get the steel. Yeah, there is a steel book. Yeah, of course there is. There is a... Of course there is. There's always a steel book. It's, it's always a steel book. All right. I'll have to probably order it online. All right. What else you got there? Uh, as far as video games, yep. there's two. All right. Uh, first one is Harvest Moon Light of Hope Special Edition, uh, complete by Nat- Natsium. Yeah, sure, whatever. Sure, close enough. Uh, PS4 and Switch uh, this Tuesday. And then for Friday, which is the, I think, which you're, we're talking about earlier, didn't drop yep. the name. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order by Nintendo for the Switch this Friday. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's my game I'm picking up this week. That's the game. That's the game. So uh, I should have a review by next week. Or next show. Yeah. Next show. I don't know. They can always say next week. Like someone could be listening to the show like four weeks from now. <laughs> or listen to them out of order. So the next show that we do, I will have a review on Marvel Alliance 3. Yes. You know, Marvel Alliance. the 21st, we should have, you should have a review. Sure. Um, all right. Try to think. Uh, video game wise, nothing special. It's kind of slow. My house. Not really. Nothing jumping out of me. I see this some Destiny Two stuff, so I, I was I was about going back in there, but I was looking at it, and then I had to do an update, so I was like, "Fuck it, I'm not going to play it." And then I I re-downloaded a Bard's Tale. Remember that game? Yes. What are you laughing at? I can't say because it's terrible. Okay, what? But you said two words that triggered something in my mind. You got. It was kind of slow. Nothing special. And I said, those people that are, that are slow are called special. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. That's all you. Bye. That's not me. I'm wiping my hands at that one. That's how my brain works sometimes. I'm sorry. Um, That's just the way I am. I'm sorry. I uh, What do you call it? I was playing the Bard's Tale. Uh, well, that's an old game. Yeah, it is. PS2, I think. Yeah, yeah. they remade it. Was, I think it was even going back to PC days. Yeah, um, it was. I, I re- they, it was like a remastered PC. one, uh, re-snarked and remastered is what it's called. <laughs> and I bought it like a, a feels like years ago um, on the cheap. And I, every once in a while, I try starting to play it and I can't get into it. Right. And I tried last night because I, I was killing some time and I was like, yeah, I still can't get into it. Fuck it. Um, but I just delete it again. Then I was going to get some Destiny Two in because there's like I see my Facebook feed gets a whole bunch of Destiny Two shit. Cause I'm part of like some clubs, you know, from Facebook groups. Right. And there's some new stuff on the horizon. I'm like, well, I kind of want to see what's going on. Maybe I can get in the fun. And it was like, okay, well, you start up. Okay, well, you got to re- you got to do the update. And I'm like, well, fuck, I don't want to do that. So then I wound up playing um, last month's free PlayStation Plus game was Borderlands: The Handsome Collection. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, let me go play that. Like, I'll, I'll play that for a few for a few hours instead. And you know, even after, hey, the update for Destiny Two was like, fuck, I'm in real combat. I'm just gonna just gonna stop right now. <laughs> let me just do one more quest. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let me get to the next save point. Yeah. And then, uh, and of course, like I said, I was I've been binge watching uh, Lucifer. You know, I'm I'm close to the end of season three. No, season two. No, season three. No, okay. season two. Shit. <laughs> uh, What's this called? Season two, right now. Yeah, when it's, no, no, it no, no, later. no. It is season three. Yeah, it doesn't okay. matter. Does not matter. I think I wanted to catch up, so <laughs> that way I can watch. I know the there's show. a lot of bets wagering of Vegas which which yeah. season you're uh, on. Yeah, but... which, oh, doesn't <laughs> but, matter. Doesn't matter. Uh, so yeah. Um, all right. Well, what else? You got anything else there? It's coming out. Uh, nothing on video. Nothing on Blu-ray. So now let's get to the news. It's time for the news. Okay, we're gonna start off with some. You a fan of Stephen King? No, I'm not. Okay, well, remember the TV, the miniseries, The Stand? Nope. Okay, well, they're redoing it, um, just so you know. And another TV miniseries. 
And apparently, uh, Marilyn Manson has joined the cast. He okay. does. He does do some acting for those people who don't know. Right. And he does some pretty. If he was like a lot of the last season of um, Sons of Anarchy, from my understanding. Okay. Um, it looks like he has the stairs cast. Now, is he going to be wearing the Marlon Manson? No, he'll probably be normal stuff. Uh, okay. Um, let's see. The New Mutants director Josh Boone and, and CBS All Access 10-episode limited series adaptation of Stephen King's The Stand has cast some of its leads. James Marsden, he's going to play Stu. Amber Heard, Amber Heard, yeah, Amber Heard from Aquaman. She'll play Nadine Cross. Whoopi Goldberg will play Mother Abigail. Greg Kinnear will play Glenn Bateman. And also they discovered... Uh, oh, I hate when the pop-up ads pop up. And today we have word that shock rocker Marilyn Manson has a role in the new adaptation. Manson says, I also did a cover of The End of the Doors for this new miniseries of The Stand by Stephen King, which I'm also going to be acting in. Uh, so there you go. Apparently they also signed Odessa Young. He'll play Fran- uh, she'll play Franny Goldsmith. Mm-hmm. And Henry Zaga uh, will play Nick Andros. Um, notable roles yet to cl- cast include Lloyd, Henry, Harold Louder, and of course Randall Flagg. Um, so let's see. King recently talked a bit about the upcoming adaptation. So he said, "Really, the thing I'm most excited about is first of all, we got to do we got two more hours to tell the story, and second, we're free of all those things that held us back with the original miniseries. Not only is the bu- budget bigger." We're free <laughs> in terms of language, in terms of violence, in the way that we weren't able to do it in the original. CBS All Access would really like this to work, and they put a lot of muscle behind it, so I'm hopeful. But it's early days yet, so the casting isn't complete. My son Owen has written some of the scripts, and they're terrific. So Boone and Ben Cavill, executive produced, blah, 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 blah. So, um... That kind of sucks because I didn't realize it was going to be an all access thing. I'm like fucking CBS, man. As long as they, nobody's nobody's going to see it. That's what, yeah. that's what you're saying. As I wait for the Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh. Or I have a Fire Stick, so maybe I'll see it that way. <laughs> it depends on. I guess if it's a ten week thing, they'll probably do one a week. I'll wait a, a couple months. Find, find out when it starts. Wait ten weeks, yeah. and then and oh, binge. <laughs> um. Do you did you remember watching? Did you watch the original? Of course, yeah, I, yeah. Here, little known. I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on the show or not. So I'm, I'm, I don't know if I ever. So there was. It's been it's been a long time. So there was know. a time where after I got done a Stephen King novel, it turned into a movie. It was weird. <laughs> it's your superpower. It was for a while. It, it was it. Dolores Claiborne. It was my fault. <laughs> it is because I read. I, I wanted to read. Some, I want to see this making the movie. It, well, that was it. Was okay. It was the stand. It's, it's pre-internet days, dude. It was, pre, like, was pre-internet. No one. There was no way to be able to find that out. And I remember watching the stand. And I remember the stand. I got done the book, the unabridged version of the book. <laughs> and the moment I got done, and I was watching TV, and there's like, hey, coming this spring. It was like. Motherfucker, you mean I could have waited a couple weeks and I, I could have been able to watch this on TV? I, which I was like, but I'll be honest, I didn't really, I enjoyed most of the book. I just, maybe I, I had to read the ending twice because I didn't get what happened. Right. And then finally when I, it kind of came together, I was like, is that, really what, is that really what happened? And then when I saw the miniseries, I was like, yeah, it is what happened. 
It's kind of a letdown. Like I was expecting more of a of a of a of a of a bang, like more of a bang, more of a more of a confrontation, and there was nothing there. So I'm like, well, maybe I should, you know. Either way, and then I think um, then there was a couple other stuff that I read too that all of a sudden popped up as movies or TV movies, and my friend, my roommate and friend at the time, Mike, was like. You should read Dolores Claiborne because they'll never make a movie out of that one, right? And I'm like, all right, sure. You know, I think it was like the dark half. And I was like, I, I, I read Dolores Claiborne, and sure as shit, like the next year the movie came out. It started, um, it, it starts, I forget her name. She was in Misery. It's happened with Misery. Um, yeah, oh, fuck. What, what's her name? Shit. Come on, Ed. I'm relying on you here to help me out. I, I want to see a sink for a while. Just, just, <laughs> just not flirting too well. Just sitting there. Come Kathy on, Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates. There it is. Kathy Bates. She plays. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, he drowned enough. <laughs> <laughs> like as of, uh, let's see. L O R D L O R S D E L O R. I think the makeup company. It's 1995. <laughs> Kathy Bates, Jennifer Jason Leigh, Lee, a big city reporter, travels to a small town where her mother has been arrested for the murder of an elderly woman that she works for as a maid. Um, I like, I, yeah, we'll see. The, the funny thing is that I, the reason why I wanted to, I read that one, and then apparently there was like a, a sister book to that with was um, Gerald's Game. Because okay. it all happens under this red eclipse. It doesn't really matter. Um, so um, there you go, Stephen King novel coming out TV. I'm I'm looking forward to when I get it eventually, maybe. What? Nothing. I'll tell you later. What? <laughs> I'll tell you later. It's not important right uh, now. It'll be important later. Later. But uh, yeah, you know, I'm I'm I, I just it just sucks that the fact that it's on CBS All Access. <laughs> I I guess someone will say it. That and Picard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Star Trek fans will see the stand. Yeah. If they don't cancel it after Picard's done. Yeah, probably will. Yeah. 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 Probably yeah. will. Um, so uh, what else I got there? <laughs> <laughs> I put my phone away because I, like, I was like, I don't want to be distracted. You know, and I have a conversation. All right. So um, Spider-Man, we were just talking about that. Yes. I don't know if we brought it up last show. But the director wants Craven to be Spidey's next villain in the MCU. No, he, he said that he was writing it, but we didn't have any details. So I guess this is a detail that we're getting. This finally. was seven days ago, so it must have happened after our show. Right. Um, he, there's, here we go. he says, um, where, where next after Mysterio, the Spider-Man Far From Home director has been surprisingly candid about which member of Spidey's rogues gallery he would pick to face off against the web slinger and, and a stab, take a stab at MC, um, Spider-Man 3. Uh, and after the big twist from the Spider-Man Far From Home post credit scene, John Watts is thinking a little more outside the box for a future villain, Craven. Uh, Spider-Man, I'm not going to read the spoilers, um, so we're just going to leave it. You know, what's what? with that in mind, it's perhaps not surprising they're shying away from the likes of Norman Osborn, Electro, and the Lizard for his dream choice of a Spider-Man Far From Home sequel villain. He's like, I would love Craven, reveals Watts. It's just a trick of how do you do Craven in, in a movie. For the uninitiated, Craven is a villain of sorts who prides himself on hunting down uh, various prey, including Alexa Spider-Man. He comes about as close to anyone to killing Spider-Man in the comics to um, over the decades, putting Craven front and center um, of the MCU movies. Potentially a far easier uh, proposition than translating recent villain Mysterio, 
who's a comic book found magician with a panache for parlor tricks, out into the big screen. Uh, it's also worth noting, too, that Peter Parker didn't... Uh, okay. Is now readily available, you know, for people who thinks to comic books and all that stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what do you think? Um, well, that's a tough one. I mean, like, like I, you know, you need to see something with that because it's not a bad idea, but it's just like you go from, like, Mysterio and... Uh, um, who was the first uh, build? I'm forgetting now. Vulture. Vulture. Right. Uh-huh. Vulture. Now you got Stereo. Now you're going to have Craven. You're going, unless they're going to do some kind of, like him being, like, it's like going Superman going against a regular crook. Like you know, Lex like, Luthor. Yeah. Like, him always going up against Lex Luthor is always kind of boring because you figure one good punch, Lex Luthor's out of the, out of the picture. Right. And you figure with Spider-Man, yeah, but Craven's not just a regular human. He takes um, potions and and venoms and things like that right, super able, strength and agility strength. you know but so, he can't fly or he can't no he know. can't he's a very ground-based character i mean he does say he can climb buildings with rope and stuff like that but right. spider-man can't fly really either you know yeah so um but he can climb walls without assistance he could sure. swing on a you know from he's his own spider web, right you know so it's like i mean don't get me wrong i mean like they 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 pulled off mysterio you know like, and, you, look, and you go i was telling you know, someone yeah like, if, if you could do that, I mean, like any of the characters, I think is pretty much sure. If done right, I mean, you figure with the way the state of the way this movie was left off, you could easily bring in a character that would want to bring in to bring down Spider-Man. Yeah, you know, to bring him down in one shape or bring him in one shape, way or form or another. Um, it also is interesting, like what kind of a take would they do with him? Like, how are you gonna how are you gonna are you going to give him the outfit? Are you going to give him the big lion mane you know, <laughs> shirt? How, how, how are you going to get that? How are you going to pull that off without right. looking ridiculous? And then it's like, I think it's going to be I think it's going to be like a, a for me anyway. Where he's like in New York, he's like going to meet like Jane Jonah Jameson and like you know walk up and he's wearing the fur coat like it's going to right. Have it's going to be just like a side right, thing. And, he, and then he takes off and he's wearing a suit you know kind of thing because it's a meeting you know kind of thing right and he's a little flamboyant of a character right. you know kind of thing through it all I'm trying to think who would you get to play Craven though like oh there you go that's what I'm talking about um, People think Gerard Butler oh that's actually a good choice Ed yes right out the gate were you thinking about this no. That's actually so, first thing in the first action hero star that could really kind of. All right, yeah. all right. I was thinking Zachary Quinto. <laughs> Craven? Sure. No. Okay. No. All right. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm almost thinking Ken, I don't Ken, see Ken it. He needs the mustache. Um, all right. Yeah. I guess. Well, I think we could put it prosthetic or you know. <laughs> or oh, in the ultimate insult, get Henry Cavill. <laughs> he gets to keep the mustache this time you know why not he's yeah. a big dude I, who knows what's going to happen with Man of Steel but he could pull it off Just, yeah that's another good check though you know, it like, really is like, you think why it. not like, yeah he's a good one shit sure why Tom not Tom Cruise Tom Cruise as Craven. <laughs> I'll get you Spider-Man <laughs> that'd be creepy it would be <laughs> Kind of be like a joke arrest craving. I gotcha. <laughs> Snag you in my net. <laughs> Jumps up and down sofas. <laughs> <laughs> what a 
Zephra, Zephra. I got Spider Man. I got, got Sp- Spider Man. I got Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. you saw Dark Phoenix. I sure did. You sure did. Will you be happy to know that Dark Phoenix bombed harder than 2015's Fantastic Four? <laughs> well, I no. No, I would not enjoy that statement. <laughs> Dark Phoenix will likely end up being a bigger box office bomb than 2015's Fantastic Four reboot. According to Forbes, Dark Phoenix will earn $430,000 at the weekend box office for a domestic total of $64.628 million. How much was was the budget? I don't know. You got the big fancy computer. (laughs) (laughs) I'll make me look stuff up. Um, this actually is less than what X-Men Apocalypse earned its first weekend. It means the movie will finish <laughs> it means the movie will finish with a worldwide take of just over a oh, apparently the um the movie was a two hundred million dollar movie. Um its worldwide take is a two hundred and fifty million dollars against a budget of two hundred million. Mm. Ah. In order to be considered profitable, movies typically have to make more than double their budget. Dark Phoenix will earn approximately 1.25 times its budget. For comparison, Fantastic Four earned $167.9 million against a budget of $120 million, meaning that it earned approximately 1.39 times what it cost to make. Dark Phoenix would have to make $278 million to best Fantastic Four, which seems nearly impossible at this point. (laughs) Uh, both Fantastic Four and Dark Phoenix are final entries in their respective Fox franchises. The former movie, which holds a 9% on Rotten Tomatoes, was poorly received by critics and fans. This is much lower than Dark Phoenix's 23% of review on, on the aggregated site. Um, so, well, Ed, how do you feel about that? I'm not surprised. I really am not. Did you, was it, is, it was the budget there? Well, it, it gave $200 million here, and then the, okay, so far it says that the, the box office is $249.6. So it made $200. So it's okay, like, so they rounded up to $250 million. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, <laughs> see, that's the thing. Like, it's like, you know, Disney has control of it now. Like, that's the thing. Like, it was last Fox, one of Fox's right. last hurrahs to throw out there. One of the last few that's right. going to come out there, because I think they're doing the New Mutants still next year. Uh, Early knows? next year, by oh. the way. <laughs> if nobody was aware of that yet. When's it going to come out? January 3rd. <laughs> I think so. I think it's pretty close. <laughs> so we can just get it out there, get what we can get out of it, and just write it off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> As a loss. Um, but, uh, y- y- I mean, it's not surprising. I mean, there, you you knew there was no heart and soul in this because there was no amp up beforehand. Right. There was no excitement. It was just kind of like the the you know. There's no Hugh Jackman. You're not going to get that cameo. Right. So people were disappointed in that. You know, characters oh. were. You know, I think I could pretty much spoil at this point. We're pretty much being left or, or dying. You <laughs> All know, right. Things you got to go. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, everybody's trying to make their exit out of this. You know, so they can. <laughs> How can I get out of this? Kill me off. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, but you bring kill me off. <laughs> but we it means we'll never be able to bring you back. Yeah, I know. <laughs> kill me off. And you know, so you know, and that's the thing. Like, it's there's a whole you know transition to thing because you know that basically the next phase of X or uh, Marvel movies is going to have X Men in it. Cause it's got to have it at this point, you know. And that's the thing. I mean, I had a discussion with my brother about this late yesterday. Actually, we were sitting at a table talking about it, and it was. You know, like I, I said, unless unless the internals have a kick ass director and a you know a kick ass script right. that's going to go wow, 
Like, I don't think Angelina Jolie is going to bring enough member. You know what I'm saying? We like, got Angelina Jolie. They, apparently, the, another rumor is that the girl who plays Eleven, um, Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. Uh, she is signed on to play the Eternals as well. Right. Which role she's playing, I don't know. I don't, like I said, I don't read the Eternals, so, or never read them, so I couldn't tell you where it's going to go with that. But, right. meh, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's 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 like like Guardians of the Galaxy had a great cast, but sure. like unless they didn't have the that director and that great soundtrack, would he have gone and seen it? You know, like people are like on right. the fence about it, and they're like, right, all right, if that song's in, then I'm gonna go. You know, like right, I, I, or it's okay. Well, it's tied into the rest of the Marvel universe, so I have to go see it, so I know what the fuck's going on. Right, but if the Eternals is like, a, hey, here's a movie that we're doing. Come along. Yeah. There <laughs> like, you go. Uh, oh, all right. Sure. Like, can I? I don't know. Just a strength on Angelina alone? I mean, let's face it. She just did a Maleficent sequel that no one knew was coming out. Yeah. Like, I, I know, but... Well, I mean, I did too, like, a couple weeks ago. Like, you feel the few far between, dude. Well, that's because like... you got the inside track because you're a Disney whore. <laughs> <laughs> If it's got the big D, I'll, go, <laughs> I'll lay on my back for Disney. <laughs> the only one I, I totally give myself over to is the Disney. The D train, I like to call it. Dude, all aboard the D train. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, guess what else we're having? We're having a Melissa movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bend over. <laughs> I'm coming into the tunnel. <laughs> Choo-choo! <laughs> boop, boop! <laughs> All right, well. Um, so, since we're talking about casting and stuff, yeah. I don't know, you know that they're they're rebooting the Saw movies? Really? Yeah. Guess who's rebooting it? Um, Chris Rock! <laughs> Apparently, Chris Rock, who's, who's taking a note from uh, Jordan Peele, I guess, that, hey, we can do horror movies and stuff, has decided to reboot the Saw series. Okay. Okay? It's not my news article. My news article is Samuel L. Jackson and Chris Rock will star in the new Saw movie. <laughs> uh, <sighs> Lionsgate announced that the film will star Samuel L. Jackson alongside Chris Rock, Max Mang- Minghella, and Marisol Nichols. Um, excuse me. We knew that the story in the film came from Rock, and we'd be producing, and he'd be producing it. Until now, we didn't know he'd be starring in it as well. Uh, we also have some details to share with you. Chris Rock will take on the role of a police detective investigating a series of grisly crimes, and Jackson will, pray, will portray Rock's father. Uh, Max Manghella will play William Schneck, Rock's partner, and Marisol Nichols is set to play Captain Angie Garza, Rock's boss. Uh, Joe Drake, chairman of Lionsgate's Motion Pictures, had this to say about the statement about the cast. <clears throat> uh, we think Samuel L. Jackson, because got to be a white guy. We think Samuel L. Jackson and Chris Rock, along with the Max Minghella and Marisol Nichols, make this film completely special in the Saw canon, and we can't wait to unleash this unexpected and sinister news story on fans of the franchise. This is next level of Saw on full tilt. Dun, dun, dun. Um... Darren Lynn Bowsman, who directed three of the previous Saw's films, is back at the helm in this next chapter of the story, which is being described as a Saw experience. It's also said that the film will, will offer fans worldwide a new amped-up level of deviously treacherous traps, clever clues, and the edge-of-the-seat suspense they expect from the one of the world's most terrifying horror franchises. 
when previously talking about Rock's involvement, Drake said, when Chris Rock came to us and described a chilling detail and described in chilling detail his fantastic vision that reimagined reimagines and spins off the world in the notorious jigsaw killer we were all in saw is one of the highest grossing horror franchises of all time and it's one of lion gate's most successful film series this upcoming film will still be as mind-bending as intense as the others you previously saw films chris conceived this idea and it will be completely reverential to the legacy of the material while reinvigorating the brand with his wit, creative vision, and passion for this classic horror franchise. Uh, the producer and Greg Hoffman also added, uh, Chris wants to put his own spin on the Saw franchise, the way Eddie Murphy put a completely fresh perspective on buddy cop films with 48 hours. <laughs> that is such a... <laughs> what? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> you couldn't get any... <laughs> I mean, I could say, like, you know, that's... Do you need a minute? To, I do. To... I, I'm like... I, the way the, Chris wants to put his own spin on the Saw franchise, the way Andy Murphy put a completely fresh perspective on buddy cop films with 48 hours. <laughs> Did he really? <laughs> I thought it was like a generic co- buddy cop film. I but, like 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 before forty eight hours. Like how many how many pop Kafka films were there that you could remember? Lethal Weapon. That was before forty eight hours. I think so. Okay. I mean, I just and he so so Eddie Murphy did a fresh perspective with like not I, many people really remember forty eight hours like I, right, too, too much so, like. I'm like uh, <laughs> that's like saying. Um, <laughs> Bruce Willis putting a brand new spin on Mary Poppins with the Die Hard franchise. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I <laughs> about to stretch it a half. I, I mean, really, really I mean that that's that's, that's reaching. Um, <laughs> let's, let's find another black actor that did something well, exactly. It seems like. <laughs> Apparently, the role it takes is very short. You know? They could have just like, said, you could have used you could have used Peel. You could have said you could have revising the. Uh, the, you, the could Chris, you could just say Chris wants to put his own spin on the Saw franchise in the way uh, what's um, Perry put on what's um, fuck Medea's uh, Tyler Perry the way Tyler Perry put a fresh perspective on dressing up. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. You know, like all right, you know, I just. <sighs> Cross dressing, dragon. Yes. I don't know. Um, the I new Saw is going to be an event film in making of horror fans. It will have all the twists and turns and hardcore layers that our fans expect. Directed by one of the masters of the craft, Darian Lynn Bosemont. We can't wait to get started. The new Saw will be released October twenty third, twenty twenty. What do you think about Jackson and Rock starring in the film? Um. Yeah, I got, I got, I, <laughs> I don't, I, I, I don't think bad to say about it because I'm like, I'm good for that. But I'm like, I'm like, you know, the only thing I kept thinking was, it's like, well, at least was it like me on Elm Street because you go like, you go see Samuel L. Jackson go, I'm Freddy Krueger, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, <hey. laughs> I was like, I'm like, okay, I, I, I actually was by that one a little better, but like you guys saw him like. Tracy right. Morgan. I'm Tracy Morgan as Freddie. Freddie, coming in your nightmares to get you pregnant. <laughs> I come in your nightmares and get you pregnant. I'm the new Freddy Krueger. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, okay. I, I got to see a trailer. 
<laughs> I, I, I really do. <laughs> I mean, it's it's one of those things. You like somebody, somebody. Why might, do I gotta make a movie? Because I'm Chris Rock. <laughs> if Jordan Peele could do it, so can I. <laughs> <laughs> the stand-up thing ain't working for me no more. Oh boy, I gotta do something <laughs> to get my career back. So I got to pay the bills. Whew. All right. Well. <sighs> Also, in, in, in possible reboots or sequels, Sam Raimi confirms he wants to make another Evil Dead movie. Okay. All right. The, um, those who don't know. Because apparently we can't beat that series enough. <laughs> <laughs> we just had a TV series just go off, get, get finished. Um, in 1981, filmmaker Sam Raimi delivered audiences the Evil Dead, depicting a group of friends who were brutally killed off by evil forces in a cabin in the woods with Ash, played by Bruce Campbell, becoming the only survivor. The film became a seminal entry into the horror genre, inspiring two sequels, a remake, a video game, video games, and three seasons of Ash vs. the Evil Dead. No matter how much content fans are given, it never feels like enough, with Rami himself still having the same passion for the franchise as the fans. The filmmaker recently confirmed that he is interested in developing a new film in the franchise, and that Campbell and producer Rob Tapert are also involved. There's a quote. I'd love to make another one. I don't think TV in... TV is in its future, but we're talking about but we're talking about Bruce, Rob, and myself. One or two different ways we go for the next movie. Um, Sam re- he revealed in Bloody Disgusting. Uh, we like to make another Evil Dead feature, and in fact, we're working on some ideas right now. One of the challenges of the franchise is that Campbell has publicly retired from the role as Ash, requiring either the two thousand the twenty thirteen remake narrative to be continued, or Ash to be played by a new actor. Campbell, surprisingly, is all for a new actor taking the character. Uh, And this is a quote he said in an article. I'd be perfectly fine if they find some young Ash to do some new incarnation. Let some other poor bastard get covered in blood. (laughs) 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 That sounds like him. I hope there are are very many variations of Evil Dead. You got the leftover characters from the series. You got the characters from the remake that we did a few years ago. You, You can intersect universes. The more likely route would be that remaker, remake director Fidi Alvarez would continue his series, though he has previously confirmed he won't move forward with anything unless it was the right story. Um, Alvarez says, look, I love those movies. Making My Evil Dead was an amazing experience, and it was my first film. So going back at some point would be a possibility. I mean, I'm really good friends with those guys, with Bruce and Sam and Rob, and we always chat about it. Um, fans might have to wait patiently, though, but the director's commit comments imply that whatever will be worth wait. He's like, it's good news. I think that what sometimes people don't understand is none of those guys will make any of these movies just because they can, just because it's good business. They will only make it if they believe they have something a good story to tell. A lot of people say that it's in the industry. Say that in the industry, but most of the time it's not true. Alvarez admitted, with those guys, all of us involved in those movies, we just want to make them. We wish to make them if we believe there's a story that has to be told. And this is and it is awesome and it's great and we believe that it will be better than anything we've ever done before in the world. When we find a story, when we all agree on what it is, it will probably happen. <laughs> so you you have you seen any of the Evil Dead movies? Of course I have. All of them? Not all of them. I haven't seen okay. the new one yet. But I've seen I've seen the, remi- the, the original. Okay. Because Dave Sipon's a huge fan of right. that. 
Saw two, which was we saw that probably more times than the original because it's more. It's the same movie. It's the same movie, just punched up, better right. graphics, and a little funnier. Yeah, it's a little yeah. funnier <laughs> and more blood. That's basically it's, it. It's like what um what's his face did with El Mariachi and Desperado. Um, it's the same movie. It's just, the same movie. Just, just they just put new actors in. Well, except they kept Bruce, but they, it's the same plot, and the same story, just punched up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking the whole time you're reading, I'm thinking they should make an Army of Darkness two and just do the same movie over, right. just you know, punch it up with newer, you know, uh, uh, effects on because it was like the that, 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 there was that's one of those movies you watch and you realize that was a never an error because of the budget they had, yeah, and you know, and, and the, like how like cheap and cheesy it looked, and but it was still enjoyable. Don't hear me, don't get me wrong, but you know. But I have all three of those. I enjoy those highly. I haven't seen the new one at all. I, I saw. All I only saw was the end where where you saw Bruce Campbell like like side silhouette and going groovy. Yeah, yeah, that was that was the that was yeah that was the um, twenty thirteen remake. Yeah, I saw it. It wasn't bad. It was it was really good, really creepy. It was very bloody. Like I mean, whew, like a lot of blood, not just in like oh blood shooting out of the neck. I mean, it was like raining blood, like yeah. legitimately. And I'm like, that's a lot of. That's a lot of blood. That's like that's like a week later you wipe your butt and you go, Am I bleeding out my butt? Oh no, it's from the Evil Dead. Yeah. <laughs> um I, I saw the first couple of episodes of the T V show. Yeah. I really liked it. Um I thought it was it was good. Um I never got really a chance to finish the whole series. Yeah. That might be my next thing after Lucifer because it is on Netflix. So I might uh I might take a chance on that. Take a chance on me. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I might be might be the next one I'm might be the next on my list. Oh, fire in the hole. Oh, man. I wonder if that came through the mic. That sounded like it did. Hey, welcome to the show. So anyway, Ed, just keep around moving. Um, here's an interesting. Spider-Man Far From Home needs to earn $1 billion or else Sony will break off their deal with Marvel. Yeah, I kind of wish I didn't see the movie now. Why? So that would be the first. It would go back less, to Sony then. <laughs> <laughs> no, if, if, if I didn't see the movie, they would have less money for them. To, right. To, so that the, it goes back to Marvel. Okay, maybe I'm reading it wrong. All right, Marvel and Sony made history when they managed to broker a deal that introduced Spider-Man to the MCU. What's scary, though, is that the deal has a condition in which final creative control for Spider-Man would revert back to Sony if Far From Home doesn't earn a billion dollars at the box office. Right. Okay. So if it makes a billion dollars, Sony has the rights to, to Spider-Man. If it doesn't make a billion dollars, it goes back to Marvel. No, if it, if it doesn't, if it doesn't, if, you just read it. Read if, it again. If, if if Spider-Man would revert back to Sony, yes. If Far From Home doesn't earn a billion dollars, doesn't right. So that means if it doesn't, it Sony still keeps it. If it goes over a billion dollars, it goes to Marvel. Explain to me how that's different. <laughs> read, read the first sentence. Read the first part. Okay. Spider-Man would revert back to Sony. Right. If, if Far From Home does, does not, not earn a billion dollars. That's right. So if it doesn't make a billion dollars. Uh-huh. Ah, see? <laughs> if it doesn't earn a billion dollars, Sony gets to keep the rights. So if it goes, makes a billion dollars, they, they... What I'm saying is go see the movie again. That's stupid. <laughs> this comes from the Ankler, which writes, okay, the original Sony Marvel Spidey deal to co-produce these movies stipulated that if the spite if that if this Spidey cleared a billion a billion, 
Marvel would get to oversee a third. If it has, if it hasn't, if it hadn't, full control would revert back to Sony, which raised the specter that America's most beloved entertainment executive would look to cash in or slash out every way possible, as well as grab complete, unexpurgated credit for the victory and thrown and thrown superhero cannon to the wind. Uh, not something that was ever. F- oh, you know, so that's now, you know now you're reading it. Yeah, it's not ownership. It's just basically like if 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 it doesn't make a billion dollars, then Marvel, the Sony's like take a hike. We're 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 taking we're taking it. Uh, like okay, okay, like we, the next script on us. You know, kind right? Of okay, yeah. The good news is Spider-Man: Far From Home is clearly getting great reviews and cleared half a billion dollars during its opening weekend. Earning a billion shouldn't be a huge stretch for the film, as and a lot of insiders are already sure we'll clear that line soon. Uh, just watching how the Venom movie turned out, I'm kind of hoping that Sony keeps their collaboration with Marvel. So far, the only good idea I can think of on Sony part was the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. The rest of the spinoffs like Craven the Hunter and the upcoming Morbius were honestly pretty weak concepts. Uh, do you think there are any plans to make an AMA spinoff prequel? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know. <laughs> this is like... That's a that's a, an anime spinoff prequel. <laughs> that's like Pennyworth. Like, what's what's who's getting that now? Epics. Epics is getting Pennyworth. And yeah. You're going, yeah, that's that's something I want to get yeah, yeah. Epics for. And the plot is: this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna do a what do you call it? A personal assist. It's like a a um. It's an old timey like bodyguard kind of <laughs> situation that they Pennyworth is trying to to uh. You saw that trailer before. I think it was before uh, Far From Home. I think it was. Yeah. It was like I can't believe they're doing that. <laughs> really? It's like a, I'm like you want to know the story before the story. Pennyworth. You want to know how Pennyworth and John, uh, we call it Thomas Thomas Wayne. Wayne meet. Here you go. It's like saying, "Hey, here is when Captain Ma- uh, Captain America met Tony Stark's dad." You know, like, <laughs> like. There's misadventures. Yeah. Womp, 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 womp. They just go cross country. Thomas Wayne getting in some wacky scrapes and Alfred Pennyworth trying to catch him out of him. They <laughs> solve mysteries of the week. <laughs> it's like, what, what, what Aunt May stories could you tell? I mean, like, I'm like, that's even worse. You go in. Oh, it's like, you didn't think Pennyworth was worth it. I've got another one. Here's Aunt May. Every week she solves a murder. You know? <laughs> and she she recall she stumbles across she cleans up the messes like oh what did jeez wow with all these marks there's like eight handprints I wonder if he was a doctor we can call him Doctor Octopus <laughs> uh, <I was> like <laughs> he's a wacky guy he's, he works better with the Pennyworth that killer must be some kind of a Joker ha <laughs> 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 that socialite walks around like a penguin. <laughs> oh, that bitch rubbed up against me, and I got a bad case of poison ivy. <laughs> <laughs> Did that tramp rub you up with his fur? You got hair over me. It looks like cat hair. <laughs> oh my god! You see the Greek, the crazy guy with the top hat? He's mad as a hatter. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, Thomas, you're a stickler for words, aren't you? Yes, I am, Pennyworth. Now, what's the go we say? We go fight crime. You're a doctor. Yeah, I know, but I still feel like fighting crime. One day I'll have a son, and you'll be his best friend. 
The way, sir, sometimes I think I'm, I'm his only friend. <laughs> All right, well, speaking of casting and stuff, um, a couple months back, or a couple of shows back, we talked about the Sonic trailer. Oh, yeah. And we talked about, uh, you know, them re... Uh, nobody, nobody liked the look, and the <laughs> studio went, shit, we're going to lose money. We'll take it back, and we'll read... And it's supposed to come... Um, they pushed it back, didn't we they? pushed they, it back. Yeah. Um, so the people on the internet were not happy with how Sonic looked in the first trailer. Um, the design used to be... Uh, the design used elements of the classic Sonic design, but largely went, to, went in a new direction that some found creepy, and the fans let their voices heard. In response, Paramount announced it would delay the movie by about three months to implement a new look for the super-fast hedgehog. The company has yet to show the new design, but producer Tim Miller from Deadpool has seen it, and he thinks it's great. I think fans will be pleased, Miller told Variety. Miller also spoke about how it all went down on the day they revealed Sonic's design and the world to the world, and it was swiftly criticized. There's a quote: "Look, I was with the fans, so when Jeff Fowler, the movie's director, so was Jeff Fowler, the movie director. When the shit hit the fan, I went over there and said the most important thing to do is say I fucked up." Miller said. He are, he's, he'd already seen a tweet. He's already sent out a tweet an hour ago before I got there. He's a good man. That was exactly the right way to handle it, too. The fans have a voice in this, too. There's, there's a right way to listen. In announcing the change, Fowler thanked the fans for their support and their criticism of Sonic's design. And this will quote, The message is loud and clear. You aren't happy with the design, and you want changes. It's going to happen. Everyone at Paramount and Sega are fully committed to making this character the best he can be, he said. There were initial concerns that the VFX team for the Sonic movie would have to pull long hours to change Sonic design and whatever other related tweaks may be coming. That was before we knew the movie would be delayed, and Fowler specifically suggested this may not be the case as he used the employee-friendly hashtag no VFX artists were harmed in the making of this film (laughs) when announced the new release date of February 14th, 2020. Oh, just yeah, baby! I love you so much. You know what I want? I'm gonna, I'm gonna slap a ring on it. <laughs> That's right. We got some gold rings. The Sonic movie. That's how I went. That's how I went. Ooh, it's a perfect date movie. <laughs> it's not a perfect date movie. You're like it's early in the year. It's it's that it's the drop the bomb. Like yeah, you guys fucked up. We're putting you in the shit can a month. Yeah, that you we you know people can see it if they want or don't see it. It's up to you. Hopefully, hopefully, you're going to be like a Deadpool. Like, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, that was in February, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, Sonic is we have no by, faith in this project. February. <laughs> Sonic is voiced by Ben Schwartz, a seasoned actor who has been in Parks and Recreation and House of Lies. He's also voiced characters in the new DuckTales show and BoJack Horseman. And Dr. Robotnik is played by Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in case you forgot about that part. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, no faith. But speaking of reboots, Ed. Yeah. The Flintstones reboot ends in development at Warner Brothers Brownstone Productions. (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) Who's like who they have for Fred? Well, the Flintstones may return to your television lineup. Warner Brothers Animation, so it's animation, and and Elizabeth Banks Brownstone Production are working together to develop a new Flintstone series. Variety reports. The new series will be primetime animated adult comedy series based on an original idea. It's always not a good idea. 
uh, and featuring the characters from the Flintstones. What's the original idea? What if we bring them to the future? Huh? <laughs> they did that. It's called the, the Flintstones meet the Jetsons. Yeah, no, not, that's too far in the future, Ed. We bring them to the present. <laughs> so that way they have to work with iPhones and iPads and have to talk to Google. And so it'd be crazy, Ed. Crazy. And at some point, we'll get an iPhone go, it's a living. <laughs> I want to hit you with a bedrock. <laughs> <laughs> so then, um, okay, the series, which is still in early development, will be produced by Warner Brothers Animation. Currently, the show is not attached to any network. Because <laughs> <laughs> nobody's, nobody's like, really? Like, <laughs> pass, pass, it? pass. Um, <laughs> Let's see if Disney will take it. Let's see. The show ran. The original show ran for six years between 1960 and 1966. Over 150 episodes were set in the Stone Age, followed the adventures of Flintstones, Fred, Wilma, and Pebbles, and their pet Dino, and also featured their neighbors, the Rubbles, Barney, Betty, and Bam Bam. According to Variety, there have already been multiple attempts at new versions of the Flintstones, including the new Fred and Barney show, the Pebbles and Bam Bam show, and there's also been several TV specials and two live-action films. Uh, Seth MacFarlane reportedly developed a reboot for the series in 2011. However, the project went ult- was ultimately not completed. <laughs> Even Seth MacFarlane says, "Yeah, this shit's Even, he, you know, he, <laughs> this is going nowhere." <laughs> he was probably had a, a pretty decent idea, and then somebody stepped in and tried probably fucking it up. I mean, which is weird. Give, uh, I guess you can't give it back to him because he's you know going to someone else. <laughs> uh, all right, 2011. Yeah, it was. So he, he, was, he was like in the hype of everything at that point. Yeah, right now, like with with Family Guy and American Dad and Cleveland Show and it's yeah, um, yeah. So all right, um, I don't normally bring board games to the table. <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there? Which <laughs> I, I didn't. <laughs> but there's I got I saw this on 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 an ad, and I'm like I might have to get this game. It's a new blockbuster board game that will give you all the childhood feels. And yes, it even comes in a VHS box. See, there it is right there. <laughs> it's, it's like an old blockbuster. Yeah, it's like, it's like a clear blockbuster case. Uh, so let's see. The, the object of the game is simple. It would be the first team to collect one movie from all eight genres. Action, classic, comedies, horror, sci-fi, drama, animation, and family. It comes complete with a sound effect timer and an actual board you play on to meet uh, is on it meant to replicate the parking lot of an old <laughs> an old blockbuster you actually used to have to drive to. Um, a British board game company Big Potato Games approached Blockbuster with the game idea first, explains Massimano Zepatelli, head of marketing for the company. We all we realized it fell to such a hard for nostalgia for, the pick, <laughs> for picking up re- rentals. And others would feel the same. Uh, after a year of developing the game, they bought the license for Blockbuster Off Dish um, and Viola. Uh, so yeah, it looks like it kind of looks like a trivia game almost in a way. Gotta hope so. Uh, yeah, because I'm looking at something like a drama. It says Fight Club, comedy, Borat, uh, action adventure. Um, I couldn't recap. So it's kind of like it's kind of like Trivial Pursuit but for movies. Kinda, or yeah, unless you have to kind of act them out in a way. Yeah. I don't know. Um, let's see. He estimates that films include 90% of them would be filled right at home in an old school blockbuster shelf, including classes like Home Alone and Die Hard. Of course, there's a few surprises there in a well, so the whole family can play. Even your younger cousin, who was born a year you graduated high school or something, as humiliating as like 12, can be never bothered by people away. 
Um, uh, so we knew we had to put it in a VHS to remind customers of the true blockbuster experience. So that's what it looks like. The board. Uh, I don't know people at home can't see it, but it looks like a par- it looks like a parking line, and yeah, it looks like a six spaces, like three facing <coughs> one way, face three facing the other, and right. And there's like a little one word movie. Quote it, act it. So, um, so I'm, okay, so like one word. So it'd be like Nakatomi. What movie? Die is Hard. It? Okay, quote it. Welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe act it out. You became hey, motherfucker. <laughs> what movie, Ed? Star Wars. <laughs> Die Hard. You know? So, I mean, man, why well, I figured I could just make it nice easy. Just to pick one movie. <laughs> I, so, so, no word of the Blockbuster Party game sell, uh, smells the same as you walked into an OG Blockbuster, but one can only hope. <laughs> What wrote. smell? I don't know what smell. I guess maybe it smelled like popcorn, I guess, because of all the microwave popcorn and candy. I don't know. I never... I never sniffed. I never, went, I never walked to a blockbuster and went, what's that smell? Oh, it smells like a good time in here tonight. <laughs> like, if that's what it smells like, no. <laughs> smells like lonely guys and shame. It smells like a place that doesn't have porn. <laughs> <laughs> it's clean. It's clean. I'm not sticking to the blue blue carpet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks cute. Uh, it's apparently it's ages twelve and up, and four, it's four play four or more players. Uh, all right, sounds like fun. Yeah, so it sounds interesting. Um, okay, so I'm looking here. Marvel doesn't have to let Spider Man appear in Venom two anymore. <laughs> Would you like to hear that one? Yeah. Hold on for a second. I didn't... Excuse me? Um, <laughs> that was an option, first off. Well, I think it has to go... It coincides with the article earlier. Uh, while it might not be... Uh, to date, the latest MCU film has grossed over $575 million and even broke a few box office along the way. On the wake of Spidey's renewed popularity, some fans are now wondering whether or not he'll show up in Venom 2. It's a good question and one that doesn't have the most straightforward answer. In the past, Marvel Studio President Kevin Feige and the, uh, said the ball was in Sony's court. And while the MCU film starring Venom was not likely, there was always a chance Spidey could make the jump over to Sony's cinematic universe instead. Earlier today, we thought we well, we've, earlier today though we caught a wind of an inside scoop with one of our industry sources telling us Spider-Man's future we depend on the box office performance from Far From Home. Uh, it's by no means official or confirmed, but the latest story is real that if the MCU's latest manages to gross over a billion dollars worldwide, creative control of the character will fully transfer to Marvel. If that happens, the studio's team can decide when and where Spider-Man will show up. Of course, this means the decision would make them keep could be made to keep him from making an appearance in Venom 2. Uh, frankly, we're still a little confused on the details ourselves. We don't pretend to have an intricate understanding of Hollywood contracts and deals, but a transfer of creative control based on a movie's box office performance is something we haven't come across before. That being said, we'll be keeping our ears into the ground on this one while we update as more information comes down the pipeline on Venom 2 and Spidey's future on the big screen. So, if it makes a billion bucks, Marvel can go, yeah, you know, we're not going to star in your movies, Sony, because Spider-Man's ours now. (laughs) <laughs> like I just, I feel like it's stupid. Like, why would you not want? I, I know I, I'm going to say this, and then as I'm saying it, I realize 
this is Disney we're talking about, but I want to say it anyway so I can hear the collective groan and shakes and nods. You'd think it'd be in Disney's best interest to share Spider-Man. You know, to sit there and go, okay, well, Sony, you know, here you go. We'll, we'll let you borrow Spider-Man for Venom 2, or we'll let you borrow Spider-Man for Morbius. It's got to like, <laughs> just look at... I'm just waiting for the for the end here. Yeah, it's it's pretty much the end. I mean, I think that it would be smart of them. I, I don't I don't disagree with you on this fact. Right. This is the fact is that, that like 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 Venom. I mean, like I don't know how well it did in the box office. You know, because I think it did well enough to get a sequel. Oh, <laughs> well, obviously, if it's if they're working on a sequel for it, it right. warranted enough. It made enough money. Right. That got people going. Yeah, let's make a second one. Apparently, Tom Hardy they bought it. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm gonna visit get a reporter. I think someone just to see how Woody Harrelson is gonna handle Carnage. Yeah, you know, like that's, that's the only we real reason. Woody. All right, let's do it. Uh, that's the only reason why I'm signing up. I'm going it's just to see Woody Harrelson. <laughs> um, you know, and then and, that, and that's the thing. Like, I don't feel that Venom really needs a Spider-Man. Like, you know, like I, you're absolutely right. That, he doesn't because it's it, it, not that I not saying like like it would be neat to see Spider-Man in that kind of universe, right? But like they made it so like so much that it's not even a Spider Man esque character. Yeah, well, because it was rated R, I think. Yeah, I and, think, and yeah. that and also the fact too is it's like the way they they set it up. It wasn't really like it's just like that. That's the way they look. Yeah. Like it just looks like Spider Man. You know, right. like, you know. Other than that, like everything else was kind of taken out of it. That you didn't, you know, have like the whole. Yeah, like, there was nothing there. Because I mean, like the whole symbiote was the fact that it was formed to Peter Parker for Spider Man. Right. That's why you know that was black because of the color of the symbiote. Right, and then hey, and so on. Spider. Yeah, yeah. And it moved on to you know the next you know Harry Brock, and then yeah. you know and so on. You know, and that's so like you you kind of get that, but like with this with the iteration that they created, it wasn't yeah. like that at all. So you go, well, they could have made it any character. Or call it Venom, like did, right, like it didn't have to look like Spider Man. I mean, they like, yeah. I think it was just like we'll just throw it out there and see if people throw it. You know, like it looks like a Spider Man character. Let's go. Let's hopefully Spider Man did it. You know, yeah, you go. Yeah, I, yeah, you could have done anything. Um, and I don't know how, I don't know how you'd work with. I mean, I would think it would be more terrible. If it, you know, well, more terrible. It would have been terrible. Let's put it that way. If it wasn't Spider Man looking, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. If it wasn't Venom, I guess if it was like some random character that they created out of thin air, yeah. it, it probably wouldn't have worked. Uh, and I'm, I mean, part of me is like, well, look, if Sony's so hell bent on making Spider-Man characters without Spider-Man, then let it go back to Marvel. Marvel will know what to do with it, you know. But I kind of feel like it's just, just it's for me, it's like a personal feeling of, hey here's all these Spider-Man characters like Morbius and Venom that you're not going to see interact with Spider-Man because Disney now owns them again. <laughs> it's like, it just makes you feel like Sony's going to, that Disney will just be like, well, we'll just freeze them out. We won't put Spider-Man into a movie until Sony I I realizes. I, I mean, believe it or not, I don't think Disney will freeze them out. I don't. I know. I think, I think Kevin Feige will take a very, very close look at each thing and go, and now, nah, you know what? That's not a good fit for Spider-Man. Like, that's, right. that's how I feel like you know, unless it's something like you use, you know what, this story is something that we, you know, maybe if I tweak this, how about if I tweak this, these scenes here, and we do it this way, blah, 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 how about that, and you can get the Spider-Man, you know, that way, you know, then I, I think it will be more beneficial, because I think when Marvel has the control, right, it's it's a better style, 
the movie, you know, for Spider-Man. Sure. Spider-Man's case. So I think that, you know, like, I think Sony would be smart enough to go, yeah, we, we want to make a deal. Like, we made the deal and you kind of got him back, you know, like, right. you know, we could make another deal. And I don't see, I don't see Disney going, nah, fuck it. You know, I think the price tag is going to be very high for Spider, for Sony to, to, t- you yeah. know, to give them. But I, I, I really, I don't think that they wouldn't be like, no, there's no deal. No, no, like, we're not going to, you don't even think I have a Spider-Man in any movie. It's over. Goodbye. You know, like, it's just not going right. to happen. Like, I, I really do. I think, it's, you know, the, we got him that way. As long as they don't sneak some kind of claws in there. That, you know, <laughs> right. It's a bag. You know, I think, you know, they, they'd be open up for that kind of discussion. But like I said, the, I think for Disney, there's, like I said, there's guidelines. They, for every movie, there's sure. guidelines. I was just saw the other day. I was like, I'm like, some of the stuff that I didn't even know, like, apparently, like, Disney movies, there's no no decapitations. Apparently, a rule in their movies. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm like, you know, so I'm thinking if, if as long as Sony follows those guidelines pretty much, then, you know. You can you can have Spider-Man, just don't have him decapitate anybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. We don't want any of the characters. No one, no one can bite the head off of somebody else. Sure. All right. Um, okay, I'm trying to find, I'm trying to find, there was an article. <sighs> All right, I'm going to have you. Uh, 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 uh. All right, I'm going to bring this news article up because I thought it was interesting. Ready, Ed? Yeah. Ready? I'm pausing for dramatic effect. I'm sure you've been watching Facebook recently, and you've seen. I, I don't know how. I feel like part. I, I feel like I'm part of the problem here. But what I'm about to read, okay? <laughs> I feel like I'm. Um, they can't stop all of us. More than 250,000 pledged to storm Area 51 to uncover alien secrets. <laughs> they can and they will. <laughs> um. You idiots. More than 250,000 people signed up to attend a Facebook event plan a raid on Area 51 in Southern Nevada to see them aliens. According to the event entitled Storm Area 51, They Can't Stop All of Us, a group of alien hunters will meet at 3 a.m. on September 20th near the top secret U.S. Air Force Base to coordinate a plan, uh, plan of attack to reveal the truth behind the curtain. From there, a group role, Naruto Run, that is running with their arms stretched out behind them like Naruto Uzumaki in the Japanese anime series Naruto, and therefore move faster than their bullets. <laughs> now, 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 it is it is a joke event hosted by uh, apparently ship posting because I'm in shambles. Pay a page that posts memes and Smiley Kun, a uh, guy who streams video games on Twitch. Uh, another 283,000 people are, are said they were interested in attending. Let's see the aliens, the event host wrote in the apparent effort to rally the troops. Uh, for those people who don't know from outside the United States, Area 51 is also known as Home, uh, Homey Airport. <laughs> we don't say that. <laughs> it's a remote outpost in the Edwards Air Force Base located about 125 miles away from Las Vegas. Right. The base's current primary pur- purpose remains classified. Uh, in 1955, a mysterious area, the mysterious area was chosen by the CIA as a testing site for the super-secret Lockheed U-2, which was a high-altitude reconnaissance aircraft, 
And in 2013, the CIA officially acknowledged the existence of Area 51 by declassing documents detailing the history of both the U-2 and Oxcart projects. Excuse me. Although they commonly prefer official name, preferred official name for the facility today is the Nevada Test and Training Range at Groom Lake. Both the names Waterton and Area 51 were used as official names for the for the, for the facility, um, a brief history of the CIA explains. So the secrecy around the base has made Area 51 a subject of many conspiracy theories for decades, including the storage of storage of crash alien aircrafts, meetings with ex- extraterrestrials, or the development of time travel. Oh, will anyone take the Storm Area 51 Facebook event seriously and actually show up at the heavily guarded site with 24 hours of violence? That remains to be seen, but the truth is out there. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I, I I know I feel like I'm part of the problem. Right? People are going, how can I sign up for that? Um, <laughs> Tell here, 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 Well, I mean, you can go, I guess there was a, there's a, a Facebook page um, event, Storm Area 51. They can't stop all of us. So I guess look up and see if you're interested in going. My problem is if you're going to announce, why would you announce when you want to do this? Like, <laughs> It's like, hey, you know what we're going to do? September 20th. What are you doing September 20th at around 3 a.m.? You want to go raid an uh, Area 51 for with me? Sure. <laughs> like there is a, I was playing to sleep. Like, yeah, I was playing to sleep in that night, and you figure some guy going, scrolling Facebook at works at Area 51 going, wait, what? Am I? Hey, Phil, guess what? I just got invited to this raid. You guys see this. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I got to email somebody because they're not going to believe this. You know, boom, 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 boom. And then somebody somewhere in an office, like in a CIA office, is gone. Really? So, well, it looks like natural selection is actually taking effect. Like, we still got them guns, right? They can't take it. Challenge accepted. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, how much have we got? Perfect. All right. Yeah. Let's do it, you know. Which has caused, you know, like a bunch of people doing a bunch of me. Even I got jumped on the whole meme thing about it. It was like, hey, um, oh, just, I just, <sighs> <laughs> I feel like I'm like, I, I'm laughing. I'm like, every, I, every post I see, I'm laughing at it because I'm thinking this can't be real. And then I realized it is real. And I'm like, you idiot motherfuckers. Like, I, I think cause they, it's like not the fact that like, I know it's for fun and all. Don't get right. Me wrong, it's but, all goofing. But. There's a lot of stupid people out there, you know. Let's face it, you know, like I think, and yeah. like some people will be like seeing these memes, thinking, "Well, fuck," you know, and then they find out the t- time of date, and they don't say it's an event or whatever. So now they're going to be at this place. They're going to drive like 125 miles out from Vegas. Right. They're flying to Vegas, drive out there. They're going to see all these rentals out there. <laughs> I mean, 3 a.m. with a bunch of drunk, fat guys going, "Hey, Phil, what's up?" Yeah, woo. <laughs> We gotta like. There is a, one of the memes I have is you know like what 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 people think and it's um, like reality versus expectations versus reality. And the expectation was like the Avengers all standing in a big giant line at the yeah. end of Endgame, and the reality is just Ant Man at a door knocking, going, "Hey!" <laughs> <laughs> like uh, the video camera yeah. scene from yeah. Like, oh, I just <sighs> it's. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I hope people show up. I really do. I'm like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm like kind of curious. Well, what'll happen is I'm, my prediction is a bunch of people show up and I'll be like a giant party and they'll be like, woo, like, like it'd be the new version of Burning Man. There'd be music and they'll probably like burn like an alien effigy and be like, show us the aliens, show us the, like a bunch of signs, 
show them aliens, free the aliens, and be like, yay, hell no, we won't go. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just trying to think of like chant. Uh, hell no, UFO. I just, I think people are just kind of fucked up. I mean, it'll probably be interesting. I just remember, I'm going to say this. It's mathematically impossible for us to be the only ones in the universe. That being said, the way our world is, you honestly think any fucking aliens would want to land on this planet's planet. This is like the back at, this is the planet that other UFOs drive by and go, you don't want to stop there. <laughs> you just don't want. Like, is that, that's the bad planet. Just keep driving. Don't look. <laughs> I, I, I think that, that I, I think basically in the 50 something probably did land here. Crash land. I sure. Don't, I don't think. No one's going to land purposely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've done this a hundred times. We're for five. Yeah. I like, you know, <sighs> but uh, it, it, I, I mean, yeah, if there's something, but it's like, it's like, is it there anymore? Like, did they move it? Like at this point, like you, you don't know, like why would they keep it there? If everybody thinks it's there, like, you know, like that's the, yeah. like, I don't think the United States is that dumb. Like going, yeah, let's keep this place that everybody keeps like, <laughs> going out to, you know, that we have to keep shooing away, you know, in an air force base, you know, that's like, you know, it's an air force base kids. You can't get on, like go to your local air force base and see how far you get, you know, like you won't like it's, it's you know, there's there's so much you know like if there unless there's like a visitor center or something like that you could go into but some of them are like no visitors allowed and there's a reason right. for it you know right and it's it's military secrets and it's the it's to protect us from the world like from our own stupidity really but it's to protect <laughs> us from you know from from things we should not know or need to know or need to share because you know because if, if we because let's you're right because let's be, let's be honest Ed. Sometimes some people don't have the capacity to actually get outside of their own head. Mm-hmm. You know, like if they went, I honestly feel like, of course, there's life on other planets. Do I think that they're silly coming here? Sure. If, if, if I believe in aliens, I believe in life on other planets because I don't believe that our my world is not finite in what I see beyond my eyes. I can see in my head billions and trillions of light years away that there's probably a planet just like this somewhere else in the universe that might have other aliens on there. You know? And they're doing a podcast. And they're doing some, some of those two morons right now going, talking about like, hey, I heard, hey, they're going to do a, there was like a, a, some super secret, one of our, like, um, <laughs> they're doing the exact same thing except on another planet. I just, I just don't, I just feel like people will not be able to accept that because I feel like if someone walked up, I'm like, yeah, this is an alien. He's actually from the planet Quizno. <laughs> He's just from a planet. Don't they make sandwiches? <laughs> yeah, the best ever. You want to know why? Alien technology. <laughs> <laughs> you know, here's a guy. Here's, he's an alien. He, he, you know, doesn't speak English. Um, he, here's a translator through iTranslate or something like that, you know. <laughs> and, he, you know, yes, he exists. He comes from this planet out in, the, in um, out in the middle of nowhere in space. A lot of people, A, won't believe it because they refuse to believe it because that would bring a lot of questions about religion about god you know it would it would shake us to the core some people i think you know if god's made in our image why do you make that you know some other people are like well he don't look like that so we got to kill him if we can't kill him let's see we can fuck it you know like <laughs> i just after we fuck it, we're gonna kill it and eat it yeah and then we're gonna we're gonna fuck it we're gonna kill it we're gonna eat it it's gonna be it's america it's, it's, it's the human way it's the earth way and i feel like or it's gonna be the 
the social justice warriors going, no, he's an actual alien. He has rights. He's landed on this planet, blah, blah, blah. And then next thing you know, this guy caused, causes, you know, his people. Jump the ports. <laughs> Jump the ports. Of, get, get him off the planet now. <laughs> now. He's going to be the Lex Luthor <laughs> of real life. Or, or what I have to this guy, I'll be like, okay, I'm, uh, oh, you guys finally accept me? All clear. And then, no, World War A for alien. <laughs> Just next thing you know, we're all dust in the wind because an alien was like, hey, I fell, thanks. Because somebody's like, oh, here you go. All these people with guns are going to rush an air, an air Force base that has guns trained on you. No, we're just, we're just, we're just show us the aliens. You can't stop us all. I'll take that bet. Out of nowhere, this, this group gets surrounded by a bunch of just CIA oper- operatives all dressed in black with their, you know, all their grease paint on gone. It'll, it's gonna be like the like the Marines are gonna be in their, <laughs> that wooded area with the with the yes. they're wearing those suits with the you know the brush at all and they come up out of nowhere like grab everybody and they're yeah, like, all these people are going like you got a little something on your face what it's like a red dot and you <laughs> see all like a sea of red dots pop up around everybody You're like oh shit just kidding psych <laughs> psych which is yeah it's just all right we got you who uses psych <laughs> those people. <laughs> Because clearly they're out of touch. <laughs> if they think they can walk up and knock on the door, go. Let's see the aliens. <laughs> like, how are they gonna get in? Like, like, like the f- they're just gonna walk up to the front gate and go. Yeah, can we see those aliens, please? You can't stop us all. What are they gonna do? Climb the fence? I mean, I, I could climb a fence. I'll I know, ahead. but what they'll do is they'll get recall. Hey, we got some clippers. They can't stop us all because that'll be that'll be the that'll that'll be the mantra. Can't stop us all. Can't stop us all. Can't stop us all. <laughs> you stop some of us. You stop some of us. That's the running away. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, just kidding. I'm just, I, 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 see, I see where you're going with that. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. Well, okay. No, no aliens. All right. Nothing to, nothing to see here. Nope. Everybody back to your house. <laughs> nothing to see here. Area 51. There's aliens in the background. Please, 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 movie was like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> Leslie Nielsen's like, no, <laughs> and there's just aliens just running around. <laughs> nothing to see here, folks. Absolutely <laughs> nothing to see. Just keep walking. These aliens with signs. Help us, please. <laughs> we are here. We are. There's nothing to see here except maybe an arc. Of the Covenant, <laughs> some crystal skulls. That's it. No, nothing else. Aliens are like, help me. <laughs> you know, just all around. They're actually having a big giant party. They're just sitting in a bunch of lounge chairs drinking beers. <laughs> going to cook out. It's like Paul. Yeah, like just looking at it going, what's that? What, what? I wrote E.T. Yeah. What's going on out there? Uh, humans again. What do they think? That they, should we scare them? Yeah, let's get Hey, Bob, <laughs> you, you got the, you got this UFO up and running? Yeah, I do. Let's just flash some lights on, man. It'd be great. <laughs> just hover over Area 51. <laughs> what they don't know is they moved everything to Area 52 three blocks down. 
<laughs> saying, like, like it's got a, it's probably somewhere else, you know, the the country. It's right. Like, it's yeah. It's yeah, like, it's here. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Keep keep here. When are they coming? September twentieth. Can we get everything out by then? Yeah, we got plenty. Of, we've been getting that stuff out for decades. We knew this was coming. <laughs> we figured sooner or later some idiot would have us this idea. So everything up, everything that's in there is just standees. We call it the blazing saddles effect. There's- People are going to run. We're, we, 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 we did an exact duplicate of the base uh, 100 yards forward. So that way... <laughs> There's a there's a there's a gated community not too far from here. They used to have a booth for a guard, okay, you know, type of thing. But they never had a guard for it, right? So they put a standing, and they always <laughs> waved, right? <laughs> so the thing is, it's like I always drive by, like, why is it? And he's always like waving. There's like nobody there, right? <laughs> yes, and then you see it's a standing, you know. Then you realize because after a while it starts to fade because all the well, the sunlight, so like, the weather, and then eventually they put a new. <laughs> <laughs> they get a brand new one. It's Why does that one look like Patrick Dempsey? <laughs> You're like, wow, that crack guard looks like Patrick Swayze. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> but it's like that, like over and over again. And I'm like, yeah, it's probably what they're gonna do. They're just gonna have all these standees, standees just standing there, going, oh, I see people there. Oh, <laughs> and really, just they just rebuilt the whole thing. One knocks over, knocks on the building because it's all cardboard. <laughs> Where is it? And it's like it's a hundred and thirty miles away. <laughs> we just tell them it's one hundred and twenty-five miles away from Vegas. It's actually like one hundred and fifty. It's in Miami Beach. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's in, it's in Trenton, New Jersey. <laughs> Nobody looks there. No one, no one ever stops in Jersey anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Worked for oh, yeah. Shield. Up you go to the shore, they go buy everything else. Yeah, they don't care. Locals don't even know. Yeah, we got aliens just kind of sitting there going, "Yeah, we'll we got aliens as toll booth takers." <laughs> just you go dollar. Thanks. Keep going. Uh, that guy looked a little weird. <laughs> he works at a toll booth. We expect <laughs> they all look a little weird. You're not getting Harvard graduates at toll booths. <laughs> Right now, there's a Harvard graduate who actually works. Hey, I'm doing this. I got student loans to pay. <laughs> right, um, I didn't know my, my uh, degree in medieval art would pan out to anything. I had no idea that my art history class wasn't going to amount to anything. <laughs> I took I took criminology. And nothing. And I realized I had to become a police officer. <sighs> I became Batman. <laughs> That's why I went to college. I went to college to become Batman. <laughs> I'm a forensic scientist now. Um, all right. I got one last article. Okay. It was announced this week. Um, and the next 007 will be revealed in Bond 25. It's a report. Okay. Uh, hold on to your hats, folks. Because this one gets this is going to get kind of bumpy. Um, the spoiler alert this article may contain spoilers for the upcoming Bond 25 and the next James Bond film will show the secret agent pass the torch and fans of the Annie Fleming inspired franchise are in for a shock as the Sea Witch star gets the latest license to kill reports claim that the next agent 007 will be played by British actress Lashana Lynch wait did you say actress actress I said actress okay uh, Lynch is 31. She had a breakout role in Captain Marvel. She is uh, as Maria Rambo, the superhero's best friend and follow and fellow Air, Air Force pilot. Okay. 
the Daily Mail reports that screenwriter Phoebe Phoebe Waller Bridge in, in, intervened to pass the torch to the star. Um, here it is. The pivotal scene is at the start of the film, where M come, where M says, "Come, come in, 007, and in walks Lashana, who is black, beautiful, and a woman. A bond in, and a bond insider claim. It's a popcorn dropping moment. Bond is still Bond, but he's been replaced as 007 by this stunning woman." Uh, source added Bond, of course, is sexually attracted to the new female 007 and tries his usual seduction tricks, but is baffled when they don't work on a brilliant young black woman who is basically who basically rolls her eyes at him and has no interest in jumping into his bed. Uh, well, certainly not at the beginning. Uh, the insider also claims that the phrase Bond girls is now verboten. The females of the spy franchise are now reportedly ordered to be called Bond women, Ed. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Waller Bridge, who penned the hit Killing Eve, said there's been a lot of talk of whether or not Bond is irrelevant now because of who he is and the way he treats women. I think that's bullshit. Um, I think he's absolutely relevant now. The franchise just has to grow. It has to get. It has got to evolve, and the important thing is that the film treats women properly. He doesn't have to. He needs to be true to his character. Uh, the insider claims that Bond 25 script will maintain all the classic Bond elements, including the action and the fight scenes with star Daniel Craig, while also attacking the super spiral of the in the hashtag MeToo era, but with an interjection of humor over preaching. Uh, the yet untitled film also sees Christopher Waltz reprise his role as James Bond's arch enemy, uh, Ernest Starvo Bolfeld, variety um, reported. Uh, Bond 25 has been plagued with reports of issues, including the film's delay due to Craig's ankle energy, Malik Ram- Rami Malik's conflicting schedule on onset explosions, and Grace Jones allegedly walking off the set after disappointment in the size of her cameo role. Uh, Malik denied reports that he and Craig were unable to film scenes together, while director Carrie F- uh, Funkunaga uh, denied his video game habits delayed production. <laughs> huh. Uh well, there you have it. Wow, <laughs> I, 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 it's a lot to take in. I feel like, I feel like the article is misleading, and I think the like, of course, everyone on the internet now is flipping shit. Of course, and I think, I think part of it is is almost clickbaity because I feel like it's like, yeah, you know, she's gonna be 007, but not really because we're gonna. It's not like <laughs> I feel like they're gonna be like. The movie opens up with Daniel Craig being called in and going, "Yeah, you know what? We got we got 007. Come on in." And she comes walking in, and he's like, "What? Are you're 007 now? I, you know, because I'm retired. That's great." But by the end of the movie, I feel like he's still going to be Bond. I don't think it'd be like, "Okay, on Bond 26, she's going to be leading the, leading it." I just don't. Okay, you know, I, uh, I, I hate to say this way, you know, I hope not. I mean, like, I hope you know, there's. I mean, it's, there's certain characters like I get it. Don't get me wrong. I mean, there are certain characters, and this is this this move. Like to me, it's just like if if you have problems with this kind of, cause it's the character. It's who he is. You know, like he's a womanizer, and he always been since you know right since, and it, since right. the 40s basically because that's when they were developing the character basically during the World War II era. Sure, and there was the 60s that finally you know came right. about. So you go at that time. That's the way it was. Yeah, you know, and then you you make him grow, and then like a lot of people, a lot of men who watch Bond kind of expect that same thing over and over again. Yeah, and I get the Me Too movement, and you know there should be there should be changes, and, and I, I don't disagree with any of that kind of stuff. But when you come to certain movies, it's like 
Bond's always Bond. Bond's always a guy. There's, you know, there's there's a certain way. You know, you right. you have to to portray this, and it's just like, and you and you're going, all right. Well, I hope I hope this is just kind of a trick to to pull people in to go. You know, like what? You know, like and I, I think it's going to either backfire on them. It's going to like right. have poor box office uh, draw, or it's just going to maybe be a success and become a bigger number like who knows but like a lot of the a lot of the kind of like in your face moment movements been going on with a lot of these movies are not doing well right because right? there there's there is a certain amount of backlash not just from um well, we talked about it a couple of times like we um we talked about michael b jordan being cast as as we call it um what's his face um human torch yeah we didn't care um the new halle bally is ariel don't care yeah um, we've talked about the gender bending roles of of some characters and I, uh, most of the time it's always been like okay well yeah sure why not but a lot of the arguments always been like well look if you're going to do that that's great but why does it have to be this character right like like iron man isn't you don't have to make tony Stark african-american or female you create what's your face iron heart yeah you create another character like if you're going to do bond and you want to bring if you want to make 007 uh, an African American woman by all means great well she's British so she's not an African American um, but you go okay you know what like, let her do that but I think create a new character she's like, 008 you know like, yeah, like I think 006 you right, know? Yeah, or something like that like something, some other number and then you go you, you pair her off with Bond as a, right. you know, an adventure and then make her solo movie right. debut you can do a spin off of her right I, I don't understand why they and again, I, I don't like if that's what they're going to do. Then that's what they're going to do. Whatever, show me a trailer. I feel like it's misleading because it, again, it's like, well, he's there, he's in this movie, and he's not 007 anymore. He's retired. Well, so then by the end of the movie, is he 007 or is she a 007? Or they do they or they do the most offensive thing and kill her character off? Could you imagine the shitstorm that would happen if they make this such a big deal about this character being in the movie and then she gets bumped off? Oh God! You know that would be a nightmare. I don't think. Right. I, don't think they I, I mean, that they, kind they probably of wouldn't stupidity. do it. They probably wouldn't. Not not judging by the way the script being handled. I I just I knew sooner or later it was every time we talk about Bonac, I'm like get Idris Elba. Stacy, my fiance, she said she's like I, she's not a Bond fan, but she realizes the fact that 007 should always be a male. Yeah, should always be a male. Because that's the character. The character's been around for so long. The moment you change that character, sex-wise, it creates a completely different character, whether you want to believe it or not. Like, James Bond is this type of person. You introduce... Case in point, we were talking about before the show, and I said, let's save it for the show. Doctor Who. Mm. They changed Doctor Who from a man to a woman. Apparently, while some people are thrilled... Ratings aren't showing that. Right. You know, you got... Sure, you got the people who go like, oh, I don't care, it doesn't matter. But there's a lot of people who were... Who were Doctor Who fans gave the girl gave her a shot, but because of bad writing, bad choices, whatever. Right, because I don't, I don't really think it's, I don't think it's really her fault. Right, but I mean, like, if you if you make a change like that, she's you, the face. You you you've got to make sure that every other thing that right. falls into place as well. It's just right. like, oh, we're gonna make her a woman. Doesn't matter what she says on screen. She's a female doctor. Like right. it's going to be awesome. Like right. you know, kind of thing. And then they just sit back, and go watch the money roll in because right. you know the Me Too movement's going to like 
back right. us up. And it's just like, and they did. And I'm, I'm not saying they weren't there, but then you go with other they, they true fans that were Doctor Who fans, whether they were part of the Me Too movement or not, they right. go, watch well, Doctor Who. I don't care. I'm going to watch it. And they go, ooh, like, well, like, like some of the stuff was really kind of subtle. Like, you're really hitting me over the head with these messages. Right. And you're going, it, and, then, and then you're going, and now she's now she's becoming bad mouth because it's it's her season. It's her right. being the doctor. Right. It has nothing to do with her being like an actress, it, whether she's good or not. It's like, like um, how I always say it's not George Clooney's fault that his movie was a bad Batman. He made the choices that were given to him, that were yeah. presented to him. So like her, if her season, if her being the doctor is not doing well, it's because of the writer. She's only able to do with what she's got but unfortunately she is stuck with being the doctor right so her face is what they look at and they're the fingers that get pointed at her for all the shitty writing and the stuff that's happening on the show right like it's 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 just like that's the problem you take I think when you well she might be great as the role but if the writing and the acting isn't supporting that then she's gonna want to take in the fall right you know like I don't. Not a lot of people liked what's his face. Um, the guy before her, um, Peter Capaldi. Peter Capaldi. That he wasn't too well well liked either. So that's why he lasted what a season and a half, maybe two, two seasons, seasons. Two seasons. All right. So now, and then public opinion said, "Well, now let's make her a woman because let's just make her a woman, right? Because she can be whoever. Because a doctor can be whatever. Because of the creature, this the race that." She, he is or she right. is she can pick whatever choo- form she chooses why can't she choose a form of a woman okay we can do that sure i mean for 50 plus years it wasn't that way but all right we'll 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 give you what you guys want because we believe in that too doctor could be anybody this year he'll be a woman where are you where you guys watching the show because we're doing what you ask right and now you're not showing up it's like i feel like that this is this is one of those things where it might bite Bond twenty five and the ass. I'm gonna go see it because I love Bond movies. Right. I don't care. Like I, I love a good spy flick. If it's a female, great. If it's not, fine. Um, I do feel like that there is this this very thin like when you when when you when it's obvious it's an agenda, it's going to have a backlash. There's going and it's not because of. I don't think it's because of. Um. It's more so of this is not what I'm used to, so therefore I'm going to be resistant to it. And there's always a pushback. Right. You know, it might not be. Could Even if it was Idris Alba, I think people would still have a problem with it. Yes. Because he's not white. I, you know, I get it. You know what? If you ever read a book, a Bond book, you would never want to watch a Bond movie. Because the one discerning characteristic trait from Bond was a scar running on the left side of his face. Yeah. Never once did they have it in any Bond movie. Out of all the actors, no one went, I want to be more like the book, so give me the scar. Right. Because they don't want that. He's supposed to be dashing and charming, and for that, you need a pretty face. Right. You know, so I'm always like, well, if I really was a stickler to that, then I wouldn't watch any Bond movies. I like Bond movies because they're they're entertaining and they're, they're right. you know. Right. Yeah, I'm saying, like, I mean, like, I mean, obviously, I'll, I'll go see it because it's something that I share with my father, you know. Right. He, you know, he's alive, and I still watch him. So for me, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, of course, I'm going to go see it. But the, the thing that always bothers me is the fact is, is that like, 
you 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 do this kind of stuff, and it's just like you, it's got to be perfect. Like you, yeah, you, you, because it's just like I'll be like I'll, either way, I'll be like, yeah, I enjoyed it. Like if it was a good movie, but if it's like right. if there was like something, it's like yeah, just because it's a woman, they just they it's a stunt, you know? They 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 pulled this off yeah. just because they wanted to. Now that they they've got people up in arms, like because they feel like. There's no such thing as bad press. Like press is press, and they're gonna, yeah. you know, they're gonna get people in the seats because, like, you know, Bond, you know, didn't. Do, I mean, like, apparently Daniel Craig has done very well as a Bond. Character, yeah, you know, like every after every every movie, he's always like, yeah, I'm not doing it again. But then always someone goes, here's a bigger check. I'm gonna do Bond. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I'll do it for that kind of money. Yeah, you know, it's just, and it's just like. And I think this is going to be his last one. So you go, right. where, where does the franchise go from there? I mean, is it going to be this woman? Is that that this is what they're they're transitioning into? Right. And they go, well, let's soften the blow. We'll, we'll get Daniel Craig one last time. Right. It's yeah. yeah it's, to, to throw that in there, and then you know, it's like when they did a spinoff TV show, and then you have the the, the cast of the original show show up. To help launch the for the pilot, for the pilot, uh, yeah, it's like, hey, we're gonna do this show, and then it'd be like if they ever did a Bud Bundy TV show, right? And in order to help that show get off the ground, they bring Ed O'Neill, Katie, you know, uh, Katie Segal, um, what do you call it, Christina Applegate, in for like the big one-hour premiere to get the family back together. Just for this one episode, and then go, okay, we're done, yeah, and launch that, or <laughs> you just. Like, all right, I, I don't know. I guess you know we'll find out when the movie comes out. You know, yeah. I, I wonder how I wonder how they're gonna play um, trailers and stuff. Like, if because it's from what it seems like, it. I mean, you have this opening sequence, and then does it at the end? Do they take it away from her, or do they give it like another moniker? Like, do they go? Okay, you know what? You're 007. And throughout the course of the movie, Bond realizes he needs to come back instead of giving him like, okay, well, 007's taken, so you're going to be, you know, 010 because we already got nine other people. So we're going right. to add you. Instead, they're going to make him 007 and make her like 009 or 008 or right. 007 and a half. You know, like something. Like, seven and three eighths. Yeah. Yuck, 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 yuck. Seven and three quarters. <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, I just feel like it's it's one of those things where sooner or later that there's always a pushback and there's always a line that gets that doesn't get crossed, but there's always like that. I just feel like sooner it everything's a circle. Yeah, and I feel like that we're in a, we're in a we're getting close to an end of a cycle. Right. I feel like, and I feel like that sooner or later that that cycle is going to snap back into something else like the next phase like i feel like people are going to be so mad about how this is treated that they're going to do something or what happens usually is like um there wasn't here here's an example there wasn't a lot of r-rated comedies for a while yeah there wasn't and then all of a sudden a movie called american pie comes in and that came brought back the raunchy r-rated comedy movie something that was that's been missing for a long time in the era of pg-13 comedies yeah and then and it kind of brought this big wave of R-rated comedies, and, I, and then it kind of dulled down a little bit. But then every once in a while, like Neighbors would come up or Sausage Party. Like there wasn't any good R-rated co- cartoons, and all of a sudden Sausage Party came out, and boom! Then there's like another massive rush of oh, we can do this. You know, Deadpool is the first R-rated co- superhero movie. Without Deadpool, you wouldn't have gotten Logan, I don't think, and I don't think you would have gotten the boys pushed. 
I don't think I think Logan you probably would have gotten, but it probably wouldn't have been R rated. No, you would have got a PG thirteen right. Logan, probably at at the the point of like before if Deadpool didn't exist. But I mean like if you really were going that Blade was an R rated movie. Blade was R rated, you're right. But yeah. Years. But that was such a long time ago. You're like, right, people forget. I even right. forgot that. Yeah. yeah. So you see, so you, you right, like like you know, you you bring these kind of back once in a while, and you go, boom, it makes a, it's a commercial success, you know, kind of thing. Because I think there is movies out there that we don't see that are R rated or, or or different right. rating that or you know that are so on like different things because it doesn't make commercial sex because theaters or not theaters the. Uh, Distribution companies don't want to have any faith in it because they go, oh, right. it's this. It's not going to bring the bang for the buck, so we're not investing into right. distributing this because we're not going to make the money back or, you know, right. or, or make uh, anything off of it. So it's like not worth it. And that's that's their biggest fear because they, they just look at the numbers. You know, they don't sure. really care what the storyline is, what it can do. And like, you know, like like Men in Black International didn't do too well. It bombed apparently. Right. And that that was one of the ones that was a, another movement type of thing that was going on. Right. And it was just like and it's just it's that kind of thing. And you go and that's why like that to me it's like it's gotta be perfect now. Like, yeah. like you 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 just you just you just you just hung yourself in a way and you gotta make sure that you can get that chair back under your under your feet. Right. You know, before you before it, it dies because if this does not work out at all Right. You're now going to destroy the Bond series. Right. 50 years of Bond. You know, over 50 years of Bond. Now it's like it's destroyed by one movie. Right. And you yeah. go, really? Like, that's what you have to do? Like, like it's just like... Yeah, it's... it's it, You have to make sure that there... If you're going to play to an audience, you have to make sure that audience is going to show up. Right. And I don't think that this... I don't think like the Me Too movement's a Bond type of thing. That's the that's the thing that kind of gets me. It's like because they're but right away they'd be like, "It's Bond, we're not going to go." Like right away. Like well, I, 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 well, it's there's always been back when Pierce Brosnan became Bond. It was this whole well, we have to keep him away from being a womanizer. He's got he's got to sleep with one woman because of the era of AIDS. You know that's with Timothy Dalton. You know, so we had to make we had to cut him back anyway. Right. Like, even in the last couple of Bond films, I don't think he really slept maybe, like, one, maybe two women. And it didn't change my opinion of the movie. I still thought the movies were good. And it doesn't, that's, that doesn't, def- that is a a Bond trope. If you're going to have a Bond movie, it has to have pretty women. He needs to sleep with a couple of them. He's a good villain. To me, the only good Bond movies are the ones with a good villain. They're like Batman movies. Yeah. You know, Bond is Bond. You can uh, clearly we've seen that you can just throw any person in there, and as long as the story's good, it'll work. But you need a good villain for it to really work. Like you know, that's why not a lot of Bond movies are really like people go. I don't remember a lot of Bond movies. You know what? Man with the Golden Gun. Yeah, Christopher Lee is a bad guy. He was a really good bad guy. Mm-hmm. You know, Christopher. Yeah, I, I think Christopher Lee's a good good uh, example because he. I thought he, he was a good great villain. But I thought the Melvin movie was terrible. Yeah, you know, like you know, you know, um, recall you have like so many different options when it comes to Bond and, and villains. You're like, all right. I mean, my problem here's where part of my problem I always feels like when it comes to, to to movies like this, and this is more of a. It's hard for me, as a as an, a, a male, to watch another man hit a woman in film. Without making me feel some type of way, yeah, you know. So if you're going to have a female bond, that female bond's going to have to get in there and get dirty and throw some punches and some kicks. 
there's going to be guys punching and kicking at her too, mm-hmm. you know. And, and 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 there's a part of me that's just like I don't want to watch that. Yeah. Like I don't want to see a guy punch a woman. I don't want to see that. If I wanted to see that, I'd probably watch Monsters Ball or something like that. Like right. I'd be more of a drama person. Now, granted, this is coming from a person who said, you know, I, I watched Tomb Raider. You know, there's guns, not a lot of fighting. You know, some punches. Um, uh, yeah, but the thing, like they, they never. That was the thing about Tomb Raider was it was smart because they never had a physical fist fight with Angelina Jolie as to as uh, Laura Croft, right? Or even the new them. girl. Yeah, I, you I, know, both of them. It was it was it was more of like the the mythological creatures that they were fighting. So you right. kind of take that element out, of, right. you know. And then the fact is, is that what was like a shootout between like the villain and the, right. you know, which is a little bit better, I guess, to swallow than punching each uh, yeah, other. Yeah, I guess yeah. you know people shooting at each other is one thing, but if you start seeing like you know you have a guy, a big guy punching a woman, it makes you feel some type of way, regardless of whether like, it just I'm. I guess because I was raised, you don't hit women. So when you see it on TV, it's always like, <gasps> like, oh, oh no, I can't believe that. Like, you know. Well, I, and that, and that's the thing that makes it difficult. It's like, you know, like when, when Black Widow was in the, the like the Iron Man series. And right. Things, you never really see her get hit in a way. No, you don't. And, and that's the thing. Like she takes out the bad guys before they can react to right. anything because she moves so quickly. You know, I'm, I'm trying to think of, of like she ever got hit in any way because it was like the aliens from like Avengers. I right, think I remember or maybe that. it's it's better because it's it's an alien. Like yeah. it's it's not a it's it's a creature not of our our of universe. universe, right? Or you kind of you kind of go, okay, well, I'm gonna suspend disbelief because she's a superhero, right? You know, like Wonder Woman. I don't remember Wonder Woman ever getting punched in the face. No, you know, so Bond is. Male, female, it's, it's, it's a, a gritty, quote-unquote, realistic spy thriller type stuff where you are going to get punched or stabbed or shot. Right. You know, so I feel like in order for her to succeed, you have to kind of... How, how are you going to work around that? Because are you going to have Blowfield? Like it becomes... In fact, I mean, just thinking about it, it almost pushes the, the, the stereotype of of... Women being beaten, like like okay, right. you're gonna be like okay, I'm gonna watch this guy punch his girl, and I'll be I have to be okay with that. How is that? How is that helpful to the Me Too movement? <laughs> like why? Because she beats him up at the end. Because well, okay. she's the hero. She's she'll, the hero. She'll, she'll instantly be the uh, victorious over the person. Sure, you know? right, but, but that's the, but that's the thing. Like even like Bond, like there was times where he didn't triumph. Like with the Jane Craig era, he didn't triumph right, right away, and it was like he's, he was doing like a resurrection type of thing. Right. So you go, well, if they because eventually they're going to paint themselves in a corner again, where they're going to have to do that, like right, story yeah. again, again, it's going to be a female, and you're going, oh, that's not going to work at all, like, right? You know? Yeah, I, it's uh, I just, sometimes I don't think like. I don't know. Maybe it's because I am older and I think a certain way. Like, I just don't know how they'd be able to, like, how could I watch a two-hour movie of of of, of a, a female Bond getting beaten, punched, you know, in, in, into some of the scrapes that I've seen Bond in over the years. But then again, maybe that's the thing is because I've seen Bond over the years. Yeah. If this is my first Bond movie, well, does it matter? Like, you know... Like which it's hard when you have a, a lineage yeah, and a history. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, like it, it doesn't really matter because it could be another. It could be another. You know, like with Atomic Blonde, she got hit a couple times. That's true. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. Were you comfortable she did. with that? Um, 
No, I wasn't. Okay. Actually, no. I mean, while it's a good action movie, and I did, she was more like a female John Wick. Yeah. And I enjoyed the movie, but still, I mean, it's it's hard. I'm not like, oh, I can't watch that movie because, you know, I see a woman getting hit. It's it's more of a, ooh, like, like she, usually they want to have, it's always the, the bigger guy, smaller woman. Yeah. You know, so... You always maybe it's it's the 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 white knight syndrome inside of me. You'd be like, I'll take that punch for you, lady. Like you like you want to be chivalrous, I guess, in a way. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like for me, if you like, I watch you know like 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 I I I'm, you know, I think about it, like I really have a problem with it. You know, like I think right. because I knew she would win because I knew she's the right because she's the hero. hero. Right. I guess maybe that has a lot to do with and it. And then I and guess. then and then to me it was just like. Yeah, I couldn't be the guy going like I'll take the punch because it'd be like she probably could kick your ass. Right, a- <laughs> right. I, I kind of, I mean, I guess maybe Atomic Blonde. I guess because she's the hero, you know, she's going to prevail. Yeah. So I guess it doesn't really matter. But I mean, when you have those fights, you do. There's a more. I think it's more of an urgency of danger yeah. for me when I'm looking at a, a male and female fighting. There's always that that flare of like that guy looks bigger. You know she's the hero she's going to take him out but not before she gets her ass handed to her right and to see her beaten and bloody and broken while it was it was um i wasn't like oh i can't watch this movie because i really like that movie yeah but it was very it, the imagery of there was more um i want to say primal for yeah. me it was more like a dude fuck why'd you have to hit her so hard like right you know even though i know it's a movie and i know she's the hero and she's going to prevail Maybe that's the reason why I appreciate the movie before more. I mean, because it was gritty and real. Yeah. Like her, her, the fight scenes look like she was actually get in really trouble. Hurt, yeah. She looked like she was in trouble. Like, and, like a couple of times, I think she's not going to get out of this one. Like this. Right. Is and it, I like, think that that's where I think that's where the beauty of the movie plays into the fact that she is a woman and she is getting her ass handed to her, and and it's through luck and through true resilience that she gets out of it. Right. You know. I guess it would work for Bond too. I'm I, I'm assuming like uh, if it's written right, if yeah. it's done right. I yeah. mean, I guess I don't know. Like I said, it's, it's got to be perfect. That's that's my thing. Right, like, you, like, it I'm, is threading a needle. Yeah, and that's it's gonna be it's gonna be really hard to hit the hit that exhaust port. Yeah, two meters wide. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it will be because it's a one in a million yeah. shot, kid. Yeah, oh, it's blow thing. We'll go home. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it'd be interesting. I feel like everyone who's who's like sitting there going, "Yeah, we won! This is awesome!" I don't think they're really reading the article because it looks like to me it's like a scene. Yeah. Like I don't know. It, I don't think Bond's gonna become like a buddy cop film, where it's gonna be you know Daniel Craig and 007 or you know 007 up. You know, I don't know. Like <laughs> two up, two. You know, we're gonna call them 0014 because <laughs> there's two of them. You know. <laughs> I just I don't know like I feel like it's gonna be there's gonna be this moment and then you're gonna have that moment it's a it's like a like a dip tease they're gonna be like okay we're oh, you're gonna have all these people come in to see this moment and it's gonna play differently than what's in their head see and that's the thing like like I, I I'm trying to think of like every scenario and I'm like I'm like there's so many different scenarios and then like I don't think it's gonna end well like if she gets killed let's let's like yeah, just out. if they don't make her 007 it's not gonna end well it's not gonna end well right. If they make her 007... It's not going to end and well. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what else is there left? Like, you yeah. know, like, what else can you do? Like... You had... That is... That is... That it's... You need to... That... that That's a... That has to be a 100% bullseye shot because you have to find a way to be able to... If they are going to 
if they are going to take the character into this direction, you have to make it organic enough for people to go, oh, okay, I can see that now. To me, organically is 007 is a, you know, it's a code name. So yeah. anyone can have that code. I get that. Not a problem with that. Obviously, it's James Bond 007. So to me, they're they're synonymous with one another, that you can't have 007 without a James Bond. Right. So now this movie is going to try to have a James Bond and a 007, and that 007 is going to be a female. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, all right, okay, I see that, sure, but what are you going to do with him? Are you going to kill him off? And then if you kill him off, which then clearly it's sending a message, this is my fucking last Bond movie, I don't care how much they're going to have to raise me out of the grave kind of thing. Right, yeah. And then they're going to make her 007. You got to go, okay, well, is that, how's that character note going to end? Is she going to be 007 in the way to avenge Daniel Craig's character, or is this just job to her? Like, I don't know. Like I said, I'm... Right, I'm, so I'm have to, what the, I'll have to watch and find out. Um, yeah, we're going to have to just watch it. And it's the same. I mean, like, it's it's kind of now intriguing enough to go, either way, I'm going to watch this, even if it's, sure. I'm not interested or I am interested, because it's just like, I, in a way, I'm interested in either way. I got to see how this plays out. Yeah, right. Like, you got... You, you already have... James Bond already had... A new James Bond movie already sold my ticket. Yeah. Already, already bought my ticket. You throw this little curveball in it. I need to see how this plays out. I still have my ticket. Yeah, because I'm still interested in seeing how. Because I'm I'm a James Bond fan, and I'm gonna when it comes out in Blu-ray, it'll get put in my you know collection with the rest of my Bond movies. Yeah, so it's not like I'm I'm not. You will not see me say I'm done James Bond 007 movies. I'm finished with them. I will never be finished with them because they 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 are have been a part of my life since I was a kid. Yeah, so I can't see me ever turning my my back towards it that that series. Even a bad Bond movie was still a good Bond movie to me. Because <laughs> it was like... It was good for a laugh. Yeah, it's like, yeah. all right, it's, it's entertaining. So, like, yeah, I mean, you got my money either way. I'm just... I'm but, I mean, it's like after that, what happens? Like, what happens after that? Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. That's the uh, question. Or, what? yeah, because it's like, okay, well, she's Bond. Here's her next movie comes out next year, and no one sees it. Then they're like, well, we made that bad mistake. <laughs> hey, here's a new Bond movie. You had, it should be the George Lazenby of the Bond movies. <laughs> <laughs> there, That was a deep cut that probably no one knows. <laughs> Look up George Lazenby. You know, you've, there's, actually a, there's actually a documentary on Hulu about him. Yeah. You know, Is there? Watch, yeah, I think so. Uh, Becoming Bond, I think it's called. Oh, I'll have to watch yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, all right. I've seen some stuff about him, yeah. like that Tally talk because he was he even promoted the film, like yeah. you know, he took like all his time off and his own time and all the money because <laughs> he was probably trying to push it. Because he walked in, he basically got past somebody and went to the right. like, thing, and he kind of like made up movies she, and stuff. Yeah, if it's if it's bad enough, sure might be a one and done. Yeah, I mean it's not unheard of in the Bond series, so I'm like, all right, hey, <laughs> you did it, good job, you broke the glass ceiling. Now they just patched it up and have this guy do it. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that's it for me. What do you got? Any, you got anything else? That's then? it. Thank you. All right. That's it. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for listening, folks. Um, if you haven't already, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. Don't forget, if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show, contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. Excelsior.
loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. Oh, terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo. 